Right about here, right? This is this is where the talking starts. Right here. Listen, it has to be covered. I don't know it has how to you, be covered. You don't even hear the music. I don't know how you figured that out. That was pretty impressive. I, it's not gonna lie. Okay. I, so I was actually listening to it on stream and I was like, okay, like there's usually like a delay. So let me just kind of figure it out. From Dude, I'm there. not gonna lie, I'm actually really impressed by that. That is <laughs> That was really amazing. I didn't have anything for you to be able to figure that out. And um, <laughs> wow, honestly, I'm actually really impressed by that. That was an amazing interruption. <laughs> there we go. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Red Spartan Halo podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Spartans, Guardians, and of course, our gloomy bear fans. Go Google it. Welcome to the Red Spartan Halo podcast, the most exciting. Did you know that? Did you know that mystery? I thought about it very hard. We're the most exciting, entertaining, and chaotic Halo podcast on the internet. Did you know any of that? Well, now you know. In case there was any questions, now you know. Are we yeah. the most? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we about the news? Now you know. I... Are we Listen, about chaos the chaos was in the introduction, so yes. <laughs> Are we about the lore? <laughs> You know, are we about the eSport? But are we about excitement, entertainment, yeah! and chaos? Yes, definitively, because it's in our title uh, or intro, whatever. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys had a good week. Now, you might be thinking, or you might not, because, you know, who really pays attention to stuff other than the people who are doing it? What happened to your podcast, man? It was coming out every Thursday, man. And then all of a sudden, it's a day late. Ugh. What happened? Well, you can blame... Uh, well, you can blame Jimmy because he's not here. So let's go ahead and blame Jimmy, Mr. Are you cool with that? Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. That's fine. We can okay. blame Jimmy. Yeah, we're going to blame Jimmy. Um, now, really, uh, I have been going through some awful awful dental pain i have a tooth in the back of my mouth on the top that like top back left sided well it's not a left-sided tooth but it's the tooth on the left side and there's a hole in it okay and for a while it was just kind of there and i was like you know what one day i'll go and get it fixed but for right now i don't need to well guess what Finally, the day where I need to get it fixed has has come up, and yesterday uh, it caused me a great deal of pain. And even today, it's hurting me not as much as it was last night. Um, but I just I, there's just I literally would have been doing this show with my hand on my mouth, just miserable and in pain. And so I thought to myself, you know what? I never break my schedule. I never change the dates. I never do anything different. I always try and keep it the same. Um, but it was. I, I thought that it was better to to break the streak than to try and do that show last night with my tooth feeling the way that it was. So that's the explanation, and I'm sticking to it. Now, the reason why Jimmy's not here uh, is because uh, some excuse. Mystery and I had called him right before, and it sounded like a pretty lousy excuse to me, Mystery, if I'm being honest with you, dude. He was like... I'm 
I'm still trying to picture what yesterday's could have been podcast would have sounded if you had your mouth covered with your hand. You could have sounded like Bane. You could have done a whole episode like Bane. Are you really in charge? Um, <laughs> See? <laughs> exactly. Are you really in charge? We might get DMCA'd for that. Hold on. <laughs> I, wish I, uh, I wish I could do his voice. Some people can do his voice really good. I can do the Joker's voice, but I can't really do his... Uh, I can't really Ooh. do Bane's voice. I'm curious. I'll throw it in every once in a while. The one that I could do automatically for the Joker is, uh, what's the one thing he says? Although, I feel like my throat's a little bit off tonight. I feel like I sound a little bit different, so I might not be able to do it. Um, but you know the one gif where he says, like, uh, you know, here we go. And here we go. Like he oh my has God. Like, a, <laughs> like there's there's some lines that he accurate. says that I that I can do pretty good. I could I could do some. I was, tell, I was talking to my wife and her friend earlier today uh, about different voices and I was showing her a Planky's voice because we have like a little Planky stuffed animal that my son was playing with. And she's like, oh, what's this thing? I was like, oh, that's Planky. You know, he was a part of this like, streaming thing that I was doing. And now he's just kind of a stuffed animal for my kid. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of things that I want to do with that little character. And she's like, oh, what did you do with him on the stream? I was like, oh, he like he had his own little part of it. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, he was like a character. She's like, oh, like how did you know? What did what I was like, oh, I did a voice for him. She's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. And then I started doing the voice. I was like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? How you doing? It's nice to meet you. And she's like, that is the craziest thing. That's awesome. So, you know. Did it, you have like your hand like behind like Planky's back or whatever and trying nah, to do like I a just, request back? <laughs> nah, she's probably just creeped out because I had the little stuffed animal like moving while it was talking to her. <laughs> she's like, what am I here for? Um but yeah, so all, all that to say, welcome. I'm sorry that it's a day late, and I'm sorry that the live stream's a day late. I know that that messes things up. Also, Mystery, thank you for making tonight work. And Jimmy, I don't, you know, no thoughts to you. None, none to you since you're not here tonight. Because uh, he wasn't going to be here last night either because he's having some awful internet issues because he's in Utah. Okay, let's be real. That's really the reason. He's in Utah. That's why his internet's not working. Um, let's catch up, my friend. What have you been up to in the last week? What games have you been playing? Tell me what's going on. What's, what's, what's up? What's up? Uh, I mean, I guess the list has been pretty much the same in regards to games that I've been playing. Uh, Halo MCC, Gears 5 with the Goof Troop, Crash Bandicoot, Goof and Troop. Cold Shout War out to the Goof Troop. Shout out to the Goof Troop. Who's the one guy who was yelling at you to mention his name? Uh, Preacher Spoon. Preacher from the Goof Troop. <laughs> and uh, Murph wanted me to let you know that there has to be a segment on what happened with your dental situation on the podcast, but you've already done it. So there. There you go, Murph. I got you. <laughs> I got you, Murph. Because I mentioned it. I mentioned to them last night. <laughs> I was like, okay, so in order to make this podcast stream tonight, I would have to switch over the game night we had planned. Oh, dude, you didn't have to do to all that, night. man. Oh, God, I feel nah, so fine. bad. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> I'm here. That's all that matters, right? Sure, you are here. Like, we are here. And I appreciate it. I really do. We're hitting but that. We're hitting that weekly. We're, we're hitting that weekly upload. That's exactly, all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you weren't able to do it tonight, I would have just done a solo show. Um. So I really do appreciate you being here with me. I and really, I'm sure it still really would have been fantastic. Now, solo shows have not been good on this. I feel like I thought that I I would be able to do a solo show okay because like I streamed for years and streams are literally just like I mean. I shouldn't say it's usually a one-sided conversation, but, you know, because you're talking to chat. Um, but I was like, you know, it's like, it's mostly me just talking. Like, I should be fine with the podcast. And you know what I found? I found, like, the, the solo shows that I did, 
I just, I was, I would just get more angry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'd be going you through You need things. a mediator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I need, I need like somebody to like help me like keep my cool, I guess, which I didn't realize. But like every time I would do a solo show, I found myself just ranting mostly, you know? And so I don't think that that was enjoyable for anybody. And, um, it's better if somebody's here with me for sure. Um, but yeah, all right. So host slash mediator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, last week I was looking for your stream, I think on Friday and I wasn't sure what time you started. Can you tell me what your stream schedule is and tell us what your stream schedule is in case anybody's kind of like, Oh, you know what? I do want to check in with real mystery when he's streaming. Uh, it would be after the show on Wednesday, on the, after the podcast on Wednesday, mm -hmm. whichever whatever time that ends. Um, and then Monday and Fridays, it's 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Okay, I was looking for you 10 around 9 o'clock 10.30 p.m. So. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, very cool. It's good to know. That is good to know. Um, I have been playing Pokemon Go and State of Decay 2. Um, there's, <clears throat> there's this thing in the game where... Okay. I'm trying to explain this without having to explain everything. But basically, there's this skill in State of Decay where if you have somebody who has a gardening skill, it helps you produce more food. And um, I'm taking up a lot of like, like when you build your base, you get a limited amount of like little facilities that you can build. And I have like two gardens and then I have like a giant garden. And if I can get this guy, if I can get a gardener, basically I don't have to use as many spots for these gardens or whatever. Because if you have the guy with the gardening skill, he helps you produce more food. And so I was building this relationship with this little group that was out there. And then <laughs> the guy goes, hey, can we all join your, your crew? And so in the game, like you can either accept or deny when people want to join you. I only wanted the one guy to join, but he was asking for all of his buddies. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just say no. And then I can ask him specifically. Well, the game is so weird because like I said no, and then I guess that meant he and his buddies were like, okay, well, we're just gonna leave the map now. So literally when you deny somebody access to your to your group, they just sprint off of the map. Like they just start, <laughs> dude, it's the funniest thing. They just start running away, gunning it. And I'm trying to stop this guy with the gardening skill, right? And so like, they just run away on foot and it's a zombie game. So there's all these zombies attacking these dudes as they're trying to run off of the map. And I'm like, what is happening here? So I'm like trying to keep the dude alive and eventually he just disappears off the map. So either you accept them or they just literally sprint off of the map. And this guy sprinted off of the map. I lost my gardener. So then I had to find a new crew that had a guy with the gardening skill. And I just found them today. Oh, uh, now I have to woo them and get them to trust me so that way I can steal this gardener away from the rest of his group. But it's been going fun. Just imagine. Dude, it's How so fun. Are you explaining that to somebody that doesn't play video games? Like, what? <laughs> I have to woo them. <laughs> Get one of, you sound like one of those uh, those pedophiles with like the you know the van candy on the side for the kids. I'm sorry, dude. That's just the way you sound. No, I think I broke why did she say that word? Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, Gardner, come over here. <laughs> come over here, Gardner. I've got a hole. I don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the rest of your group and join me. Leave the leave the rest of your queue, your, your crew, and you can use my hoe. Oh, my oh God. dear God! What did you turn this into? I don't know. I gotta, Jesus! I gotta Jimmy somehow, okay? It's Jimmy's fault, dude. It's Jimmy's fault. Oh my God, that's funny. Um, <laughs> we can cut that, right? We no, can cut that the no, I'm gonna leave it in, dude. Tracks the pedophile is just gonna be a meme at some point. Um, come here, gardeners. Um. That's awful. Um, <laughs> I am really thrown off here. Uh, and uh, Pokemon Go, I've been playing. Okay, Pokemon Go did something I'm annoyed about. Can I rant about that for a second? Yeah, go for it. Pokemon Go has these different events, okay? Right. And uh, when they do these events, you know, they they put out like a blog post and they say, hey, this is what's going on and this is what's, you know, coming up, right? And they put the blog post literally, well, they put out like a little update on the Pokemon Go app, and then you can click on the blog post, and it takes you somewhere else. So there's this Pokemon called Bidoof, B-I-D-O-O-F. Oh, or, Bidoof or whatever? Or Bidoof. Maybe it's Bidoof. Yeah. And he's like a, he's just like an ugly looking beaver. Okay? It's a beaver, yeah. <laughs> and they're doing Bidoof Day. Okay, now here's the deal. They already did like Bidoof Week. Okay, they already did like Bidoof challenges and now they're like, oh, now July 1st is going to be Bidoof day. And I'm like, okay, dude, I'm kind of tired of Bidoof. I don't know this Pokemon. I'm kind of tired of this Pokemon. And I don't know why he's taking up all this challenge space when we could be doing other challenges and, you know, involving other Pokemon. So let me read you this update from Pokemon Go that I got three days ago about what was going to be happening on July 1st. Okay, <clears throat> title okay. Bidoof day. Here's the, here's here's the news. Badoof 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 Doof Doof Badoof Badoof Badoof, and then you can click on their blog post, and the hyperlink is called Badoof. So then you click on the blog post, like what is this? And they say <laughs> more Badoof incoming trainers. Badoof 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 Doof Doof Badoof 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 Doof. <laughs> Date and time Thursday, July first, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Say like, what is this, dude? Um, Badoof, 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 Doof. Let's get Badoof. So, that annoyed me. <laughs> so, um, I'm assuming, so you don't, you've never heard of, I guess, the Badoof meme, I suppose? Oh, is there a Badoof meme? Right, so, um, I don't remember who it was, but there was, like, a playthrough or something like that, or a video of, like, Badoof being, like, the god of all Pokemon or something like that. Uh... And that's why Badoof has its own, like, its own little thing. I did not know that. I am unaware of the Badoof meme. All yeah, there, there is a, there is indeed a Badoof meme. And I want to say, I want to think that maybe it might be aligned with Canada Day being today and Badoof being a beaver and Canada being, you know, having a beaver as one of their animals. Okay, you know, you know? what? 
it's all <laughs> starting it's pissing me off a lot less now that i understand everything that you just said i literally thought they just decided okay we're gonna take the most annoying looking pokemon and just blast it out to everybody because we're bored and lazy and have nothing else going on like that's what i thought was happening i did not realize that there was actually meaning to this whole thing so actually i really appreciate you saying that because that kind of changed my perspective on the whole thing <laughs> i'm glad i'm able to do that but you know i can't i can't confirm or deny that's the, the exact reasoning i'm gonna go right? with it I mean, because it made me feel better so okay there you go because i don't play pokemon <laughs> go i, just, I just... stick to the handheld you know nintendo ds games the game boy advance games you know <laughs> oh man i'm just gonna go with that i'm gonna go with that because that makes me feel better um and then i also started you ready for this i started a little bit of the legend of zelda breath of the wild what what tracks do you have a nintendo switch now yes i do have a nintendo switch now my family got together and pitched in in order to get me a nintendo switch so i now have a nintendo switch and i now have the legend of zelda breath of the wild um and now i can pick up pokemon sword or shield which one are you planning on picking? I'm gonna go with sword, dude. I've always been more of an offense person. I say that, but I'm also a really defensive person, so I'm not sure what to do. Tell you what, if or when I get my own Nintendo Switch, I'll take Shield. You can take Sword. Yeah. There you go. Okay. That's perfect. Because I'm not really much of a competitive player in Pokemon anymore. I used to be in like Gen three, Gen four kind of days. I've never been a competitive Pokemon person. Oh my god, you've never delved into it? It's absolutely no. insane now. <laughs> I bet. I bet. No, I've always been uh gotta catch them all. I've always just been like, I gotta complete the Pokedex. Like that's how I'm playing Pokemon Go. That's how I've always played every Pokemon. Um, and my whole goal is to eventually get one of every Pokemon in the Poke Bank, which is like the online cloud where you can kind of store Pokemon from different generations. Right, yeah. And like so what I do is I'll start a game. Right, like let's say I start with fire, um, fire red and leaf green. What I'll do, I'll I'll start fire red, and I will wait until I get a female Charmander. Like that's how I start. So that way I can eventually get that Charmander to go into the breeding center in order to breed and then make little other little tiny Charmanders. And then I will get female Bulbasaur and female Squirtle with the other version. And so like I basically will literally get one of every Pokemon. So by the time I finish oh, the game okay. in the in the in like I don't just have a complete Pokedex. I actually have one of every single Pokemon. So like in my PC, I'll have a Bulbasaur. I'll have a Venusaur. I'll have an Ivysaur. I'll have a Venusaur. I'll have a Charmander. So, like, I'll do that for every single game, trying to get one of every Pokemon, um, which is a little bit harder than getting them on your Pokedex, but I, it's something I enjoy. I do it with Pokemon how, Go, too. How far do you think you can go? So, so you, got, you got Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. Oh, What's you mean, next? Okay, so Bulbasaur. On the list. How Bulbasaur, far do you think you can go? <laughs> I think I can probably get to, like, I could get through 30 of them, I think. So Bulbasaur, 30? Ivysaur, Venusaur, Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard, Squirtle, War Turtle, huh? Bulbasaur, Caterpie, Metapod, Butterfree. Caterpie? No, no, no. Before that, you said Squirtle, War Turtle, Bulbasaur. Sorry, dude. Squirtle, <laughs> War... I already messed up. Squirtle, War Turtle, Blastoise. There Caterpie, Metapod, Butterfree, Weedle, uh -huh. Kakuna, Beedrill, Sandshrew, right. Sandslash? No, Rattatat, Raticate. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Sandshrew and Sandslash is until much later. Rattatat, Raticate, Spiro, Firo? Yeah. Ekans Arba? That sounds right. That sounds right as well. 
And then number 25 is Pikachu. P I was going to say Pikachu, Raichu, then Sandshrew, Sand, Slash. Nice. Uh, who's after that? I used to know, dude. I used to be able to get to 100 something. Sand really? Tree, I don't think slash. I was ever able to kind of just name them all like in a row like that. Who's the farthest I was that, able to dude. get it's when gonna, I was younger was Pikachu and Raichu. It's going to bother so me So when you said Sandshrew and Sandslash, I was like, wow, okay, that's pretty uh, impressive. But next is the Nidoran. Then is the Nidoran. I was going to say Clefairy Clefable, but I thought that I was missing somebody. It was the whole Nidoran family. I have it up now. Yeah, you should get down to... I think I could make it to... Um... I think I, I was able to make it all the way down to like execute or tangela or something like that the, wow. sing, the single ones always messed me up you know chancy tangela scyther jinx electabuzz magmar like the order that those ones came in that always messed me up kangaskhan it was probably around around there that i would get messed up tauros maybe as well yeah tauros another singular one but uh yeah i used to i used to know pokemon a lot more um but yeah i'll take Pokemon Sword, if you want to get Pokemon Shield. When are you getting a Switch, do you know? I I have no idea. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit more inclined because I do want to try out that new the new Pokemon games that are coming out. Um, I think, what, yes. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl or whatever, yeah. and then yep. Legends Arceus? Yes. So, Shining Diamond and Pearl. I wasn't sure whether or not I wanted to get Diamond and Pearl on the Switch or whether I was going to get... I was going to try and hunt down the... Uh, because I have generations one through three on handheld. And so like I've nice. completed those mostly. I, I still have like maybe two or three Pokemon I need to get from Sapphire. So, um, you know, I, ha I still need to get, um, I still need to get diamond and pearl, but the diamond and pearl DS games are insanely expensive because they're oh, yeah. so hard no. to find. Yeah, all of them are. All of them now are. Yeah. It's so crazy. I found an authentic version of, I think, Pearl. Um, and so I was going to keep checking GameStop for Diamond, but then I thought to myself, like, you know what? It's probably going to be cheaper and easier for me to just to get the newer versions that come out for 60 bucks as opposed to trying to right. hunt them down for... And there's so many fake ones that are out there, dude. It's like a gamble mm -hmm. every single time you try and get a version because you don't know if you're going to get a real one or a fake one. Um, right. So I think what I'm going to do is get the newer ones and just play them on the Switch and then then it'll be easier to even transfer them to the Pokebank itself. So I think that's what I'm going to do. And I really want to play the Legends Arceus one. I like, I, I, I'm intrigued by that Pokemon game. It looks different. It looks unique. Uh, and so I'm, I'm interested in playing that one for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued about that too. Um, I mean, they have different starters, it looks like, based on the trailer. Yeah, they got um, Cyndaquil, Rowlet, and I forget what war Oshawott, one it is. I think. Yeah, Oshawott. Okay. Um, and I think that that's dope. I, I, so I also saw a YouTube video that explained it, um, and how the region in, uh, Legends Arceus in during like that time period, like how the starters make sense for that time period and that location in Japan that the region really? sets. Yeah. Like, that's um, interesting. I think like the badger had some kind of like significance uh, to the Japanese in that area at that time. And so Cyndaquil's oh. final version is Typhlosion. Typhlosion is basically a fire badger, and like that's why he was chosen. 
Um, and then there's something about Rowlet, and there's something about the water. Like, all of them have some kind of like, significance. Oh, wow, that's interesting. So, like, maybe there was, like, a badger warrior or something, and, like, yeah, or maybe, maybe an archer or something that was huge. Yeah, and yeah. And then, I guess, Oshawott's, like, a samurai, so. Uh, oh, yeah. Interesting. That was, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, that's, uh, there's, like, there's, like, actual, like, they weren't just random starters that they picked. You know, these were, like, very purposeful. So, I, I really, I'm really kind of intrigued by that. Um, hmm. and so I'm, I'm very interested to play that game and I think it'll be a neat Pokemon game. And I would, I love the idea of, of Pokemon games that aren't, you know, that are a little bit different and maybe try something a little bit different. And, um, like, I don't know what the Pokedex is going to look like. And it's such a long time ago. I don't even know if there is a Pokedex. Like it'll, it'll just be really neat to see what they do. So it'll I'm be like a journal or something. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this guy. Um, yeah, you somehow you're able it. to sketch it out <laughs> <laughs> i've uh i've read a theory online that i don't have you played diamond and pearl um no like the story of that? i've never no? gone through diamond and pearl before darn okay um you can tell i don't want to spoil i guess the story that's or whatever. okay I've, i i learned what the story was before and i'll be honest the pokemon story itself i get more satisfaction like w watching like a youtube video that puts it all together rather than actually experiencing the story like through the game so y you can spoil it for me all right so i guess the, one of the theories is that like um this is gonna be like you're playing the character that you were playing in diamond and pearl right except oh. when cyrus who's i guess the the boss of uh team is it galactic or plasma? I don't. I get those two mixed up all the time. I'm not sure. But um, when like when he opens up this wormhole through space and time, he gets sucked in and then goes back into the past, and you're going back in the past with him to stop him oh. from like doing that, from doing whatever it is he's planning on doing. Oh, okay. well, that would be a kind of a cool connection. Is it? Conf uh, yeah. Is it confirmed that it's the same protagonist, or does he just kind of look the same, and that's why they're thinking that? That, 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 that I guess it might be the, the they they look the same so okay just going that way yeah that would be interesting to uh it's a pretty solid theory <laughs> sounds pretty I always loved like the Pokemon theories that like existed that were out there you know that were never uh actually confirmed by the games but like the whole the whole idea that there was like this giant war that took place before uh Pokemon Red and Blue and like right that there, Pokemon that was Go in Pokemon X and Y I think. Um, oh, huge really? War. oh really yeah. okay yeah i just remember seeing but because like lieutenant surge was like a, and was like an army hero and then right like, yeah that's one of those lines how right? there's not many like there's not many like 20 to 40 year old men i think like that you find throughout the whole series um or that you find throughout that whole game so the idea was like all the men were kind of like killed off in the war or whatever and so there's a lot mm -hmm. less of them um and then i forget what the other thing was that they talked about but i thought that it was so interesting oh and then they were talking uh, like i saw a theory that tied in pokemon go to that war about how like the three different factions because like if you look at the what the factions are trying to do with the pokemon it's like I think like there's a theory that the three different factions that are in Pokemon Go actually got into like an actual war, and that's kind of like what's happening. Oh, sorry, I hit my microphone, and that's kind of Ow, what's happening hurt. in Pokemon Go, where they're all battling each other, but like it actually got like more lethal. And so Red and Blue is kind of like post Pokemon Go after the war between these three factions, which sounds interesting to me. Actually, yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, so yeah, all right. Well, it's, this was the Pokemon podcast. Um. Let's go ahead and transition. But yeah, so those are the games that I've been playing. Let's go ahead and transition here to Halo. Uh, we had a pretty long and drawn out Inside Infinite article 
Um, and there's, look, I, I'm not gonna go, we're not gonna go line by line through the article, um, but we're gonna, I'm gonna bring up some specific things that I thought were interesting and I think worth talking about or just, you know, even mentioning. Um, basically, the entire article was about, was about progression and customization in Halo Infinite. Uh, and then the other part of the article had to do with Halo Waypoint's website and kind of what they're trying to do. Um, I kind of want to talk about the website first, just because I think that that's not that's less interesting, but to me, it's it's less relevant to like w actual content in Halo Infinite. And so it's something that I don't want to spend as much time on, I don't think. Um, but basically, it, it looked like, you know, we're kind of getting this. I don't know. We're kind of getting this like unified uh waypoint app um slash like desktop website like everything like there's a waypoint app right now but it always seemed like a little bit i don't know tell me what you thought about the waypoint app before like, mystery if you ever I, used it before but it, it always seemed kind of like not particularly useful <laughs> i don't know what the yeah i think the it. words they used for the waypoint app was like a companion app of a companion maps i think that was the particular term that they used in the yeah. actual article yeah um the my experience with the waypoint app prior to like i guess all of this or whatever their new changes are going to be was i don't know it just it's it's always felt like a side thing that like you know i didn't really want to get engrossed in by anyways yeah right like i liked i did like um i guess bungie.net because like on bungie.net they had things like heat maps where you can like find out where those you die are a lot so cool dude i remember like right? studying those things for myself yeah it, it was it was nice to see okay this is the area that you die a lot well maybe if i change my strategy and move over here you know? right right exactly here's where <laughs> i'm getting kills here's where i'm getting killed you know right, let me yeah, figure out exactly. where i should where i should be on these maps right and then like i guess later on when halo waypoint came out 343 industries took over it just it kind of started feeling more like they weren't exactly sure what to do with it and like yeah there was just a lot of stuff kind of thrown in i don't know if i you remember know? correctly but what was do you remember having to enter different forerunner characters into something in order to unlock something? Am I remembering that correctly? Was that on the Waypoint app or was that on HaloWaypoint.com when it first came out where like there was like characters that you would find? I don't know if it was in Halo CE Anniversary or if it was Halo 4, but I remember this thing where you could unlock like information. Right, this does sound... Okay, uh, that might have been... It might have been CE anniversary or okay. something because like there was those Intel or whatever. Yeah, maybe what that's again? what it was. Um, like right at the end, you'll see after that cutscene, you'll yes! see those four characters. Okay, that I, was I don't it. remember if that was Halo Four or if that was. I think CE it was Halo CE anniversary. I think it was the terminals, and that's right the after word. The, yeah, terminals. Right when the terminal ended, they would flash this like forerunner code. And then yeah. you could go on Halo Waypoint and enter that code in. And I forget exactly what popped up. It might have just been more information or maybe I think, it was... Yeah, I think it was a little bit more of a lore dump. Yeah, and I just... I remember using it for that. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this is kind of cool, but also sort of feels like a waste of time. Like, I, I didn't... Exa it didn't really... I mean, I guess that's different than, like, what they were trying to do with the website. But I remember that... That always stood out to me for some reason of early 343... That's like something that I remember of just being like, this is, who is this company? Not who is this company, but like, what what are these guys about? Like, what is, like, 
they're trying to adhere or they're trying to satisfy everyone at the yeah. same time. Yeah, it was just it was like yeah, I don't know. It, it was neat, but at the same time, it felt kind of pointless. Like it wasn't. I don't know, but um, yeah. So the idea of a a new app where the app is going to so this new app is you're going to be able to do things like customize your spartan and track your progress it seems like a a much better idea for an app and i love the idea of being able to customize my spartan like i love the idea of being able to like be at lunch you know be on my lunch break and just pull up my app real quick and you know just mess around with different armors and stuff to to check out my spartan i would also be really interested interested to see what they do you know when it comes to spartan companies or clans on the app again like they haven't said much about that um but being able to have like a better designed social space um for your clan members i would love to see halo waypoint act or like the halo waypoint app act almost as like a social media for you and your clan like i think that that would be really cool if right. that even is a thing you know if you could post images or post videos or or something like that and you know your your clan or your your spartan company has their own little section i think that that would be really interesting so you know i i like you know if you go on the article you can see you know the way that it looks and i think that it looks pretty clean if you know i, I think it looks pretty neat I, I don't know what is there anything that really stands out to you about the you know the app and and the desktop app and how they're all trying to make it cohesive and, and look right like is there any any of that that kind of stands out to you or or anything else that you think we should go over about that well i don't know so here's the thing like um i'm kind of wondering like how often are people going to be using the spartan customization stuff on the app hmm. how often do you think you'll be sitting there at work customizing your spartan because typically when i do that i'm just doing it you know in the main menu while i'm waiting for games or something yeah right Right. Like, how often do you see yourself plan pulling out this app and thinking about Halo at the time? <laughs> so I could see it if I'm really bored and maybe, maybe I unlocked something and I didn't really get a chance to check it out because I was too busy playing. But like you said, you can kind of do it from the menu. But right. I mean, like next time you come back. I mean, I can I see what they're saying when they're saying like, oh, you can plan out how you're gonna approach your next um your next season pass or how you want to uh, unlock things in the future and so on and so forth, right? Yeah, um, but, seeing like, the rewards might be kind of neat, but I I see what you're saying. Like, is that? It's it, one of those things where I'm sitting there like it's gonna be great for two weeks and then after that, right? Hmm, right. This is a cool thing for a couple days or maybe a couple weeks and after that is there really any utility to it? I mean, it might be it might be easier for me to go on the app to do things like customization rather than you know on a desktop or on a computer or I mean, although in game really makes the most sense. And you're right, that is probably where I'm mostly going to be doing it. Right. Um, so I mean, like for me, it's like is that a is that a gimmick to make you want to be on the app or right not i would that, be that, that's not like a thing yeah well, well let me ask you this what what would you like to like what would get you on the halo waypoint app what would you be excited about for there to be on the halo waypoint app maybe this so is when i when i was initially reading the article yeah right those are the thoughts that i kind of had but then you brought up like a, like a couple minutes ago you brought up the whole idea of like oh yeah but they're also influencing some kind of like social media kind of like well, uh, system know. in there uh, to or be they clear could be. yeah i don't know if they are or not but i think like 
if I were answering my own question right now, that's the thing that I would say. So they, they didn't, to be clear, they didn't say anything about having a social media space. But to me, that's what right. I would want to see. But they did mention something very uh, forum-like. Um, I believe they they even linked you to a, um, a particular website of the engine that they are using. Right. I forgot what it's called. Forgive me. I don't that's know. Okay. I can't. I gotta find the article. I don't now. remember off the top of my head either. That's okay. That's okay. Just whatever you remember. But yeah. So there was that. Yeah. There was that. Um, there was that. That kind of intrigued me. Um, but I mean, most people are starting to use Discord and and so on and so forth now. Like right. you know, you got Messenger and 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 all these different other kinds of apps that that they're using to communicate already amongst each other with. Right. So, so do you really need having that? Space. Is just like another. Yeah. It's gonna be another space where. You know, that's that's where we're going to end up talking, I suppose, for two weeks until we just start going back to, I guess, Discord or Messenger. I'm just wondering, like, how what can be done? I, and that, that is the question that you did ask me. But like, I've got nothing up my sleeve right now. <laughs> yeah. If they had a really easy way to get into the forums, you know, I feel like that that would that would be good for me. That I, that would be something I could see myself doing. If like I don't have to go to HaloWaypoint.com and click on, like if there's just a a better UI for me to get into the forums on the on the app, that would be a reason for me to download it. I would love to see if there's a way to keep me signed in, and so I could just kind of like get into the app and I'm automatically there on the forums, and it's very easy to to post and to to uh, you know respond to people. That would I could see myself downloading the app for that because it's basically like at that point it just basically becomes the halo forums app for me right yeah um but I'd, um you're I'd going be... for convenience over um over i guess the website but like essentially yeah. it's the same thing right if you kind of think about it right um right um but you're also right like it, do you need a halo waypoint social media for your spartan company when you theoretically would already be on discord and you can communicate with people that way i mean you're right about that like that is already a space that gamers are on and not every gamer is on discord but right anybody who's open to joining a spartan company and would be involved in social media on halo waypoint probably already is on discord i would think right and they did they did try this kind of stuff with uh the release of halo 5 remember the spartan companies and stuff i mean they had their they had messages you can send amongst each other. Yeah. I used it for a week, and then after that, I haven't even looked at it. It was buried you know? so deep in the website, I feel like. It was like almost like hard to – not hard to get to, but it just wasn't – No, you're right. It is definitely very difficult to navigate it just that wasn't, website. It wasn't as convenient. And, boy, when you open up Discord, how easy is it, right? You open up Discord, boom, one button, you're already in the server that you want to be in, right? Right. It's like, okay, like you need something on the Halo Waypoint app, like if you want people to be on it. And like I would give it a shot. I would give it a shot of communicating with especially if there was a better way to like pro like not program things, but if there's a Okay, here like here here would be some utility, right? Let's say, Mystery, you and I are in the same Spartan company. Okay? Okay. And I want to plan a game night, okay? And right. maybe you're on Discord, maybe you're not. Let's say you are on Discord, right? Let's 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 play this out with the two different apps. Let's say you're on Discord. And so I, I send a message to everybody or or I at everybody in the general chat and I say, Hey, we're gonna be having a uh we're gonna be doing a uh community night this Tuesday at, you know, uh seven thirty, whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. If the Halo Waypoint app 
allowed me to schedule an event. And then in game, you saw the event in the UI of Halo Infinite that said, hey, community date or community, like you saw basically my post in the Spartan company, you saw that posted on your UI or in the main menu on Halo Infinite. And it said like, hey, don't forget your Spartan company is having a community night on this date at this time, whatever. To me, that would be worth it. You know, like, can, that would be cool. can you, can I use the tools that Halo is giving me to, um, you know, uh, to communicate more effectively with people who are in the Spartan company? Cause then it would be worth it, but right. Yeah. You know, you need, yeah, no, that would definitely be cool. You need, Cause if it's on discord, yeah, you know, maybe you forget, right? Maybe you forget and then yeah, you get another the reminder, side, right? There's right. also the multiple different platforms. Like you ah, might have exactly. a small group over here on Discord, and you might have another small group on Messenger. Right. Right. Or like, uh, is it WhatsApp? There's WhatsApp out there. I don't even know. There's WhatsApp. so many different chat platforms. <laughs> Slack was Slack. Is Slack still a thing? A Slack's not a thing for me anymore. So. It's, right, but there's st- that that used to be a way people used to get in, you know get with each other. So I mean, if there is some kind of integration in with that, that would be nice. Right. As well. Yeah. To kind of get the word out. But yeah, I guess, you know, um, adding that into the Halo Infinite UI does make the most sense instead of, um, I guess, maybe using the app. I feel like that would be so useful if you could see, you know, your like your Spartan companies, community events and stuff like that. Almost like as news, like, like, you know how you boot up Halo 5 and they have like, hey, message from 343, whatever. Right. So if yeah. there's also like message from your Spartan company, like, boy, that's that would be so I was useful. Think, yeah, that's that's how, when you mentioned it. That's exactly kind of how I was thinking about it. How, but how many people disregard that? though? <laughs> now, look, maybe a lot of people disregard it, but for the people who use it in terms of forming communities and in form of like helping, helping people stay in like, let's be honest. The thing that really keeps people involved in a certain video game, part of it is going to be the people who they're playing with. And if right. they're really enjoying playing with those people, then they're going to be more involved in the game and in the community. So if you can find a way to better serve, I, I, I hate using the word community leaders, but if you can find a way to better serve the people who are organizing Halo events and stuff like that, and you can get better tools to them, they can do a better job at helping keeping people in your ecosystem and involved in the game um, if you you know can provide those kind of tools. Like, we do a, a 1v1 tournament mystery. We do it, we're, we're doing it twice a year. And mm-hmm. if people could see every single time they boot up Halo Infinite, like somewhere down on the bottom, maybe there's like a little side-scrolling thing that says 1v1 tournament planned on this day, this day, whatever, or sign up here. Like, And they allowed me to kind of customize the message that was going to be there. Gosh, that would be so useful and so helpful um, in keeping people engaged. So I would like to see something like that. Um, you know, I don't know if that's... The, the logistics of getting that up and running, though, that, that's that got to be a whole new ball game, right? Yeah, that's true. Which I guess I can see why they're going on with, like, okay, um, the app. We'll just uh, make it so it's the app. The, yeah, the, this extension, is this now an, yeah. is this another extension? It's just, un- unless you offer something new, 
that no other space can provide me there's no reason for people to really use the app that much and i would hate to i hate for this to be like another halo channel thing where it's like oh look at this cool thing we're doing and then it like nobody's on it nobody's using it and Ooh, then yeah it kind of disappears. Halo channel. do you remember the halo Oof. channel Oof. i remember that that was oh the mcc and the terminals and taking you out of the game to go into the halo channel oh, that oh, was my the Lord. worst that oh, was the man. worst it made no sense you know that was just as annoying so for anybody who doesn't know in halo 4 when you would unlock a terminal it would literally take you out of halo 4 put you in the halo channel app a separate app in order to watch the cutscene. i don't know why but it was so like it just like there's no better way to take you out of a moment to take you out of the environment to kind of like jar things for you than to boot up another app for you to watch something and so you're playing the game let's say you're on the level uh the flood you know and or right. well that was halo ce anniversary but uh, take whatever level that's like emotional and like you're in it and like your emotions are in it and you're totally sucked in and then they boot up another app right in front of you it takes you out of the whole moment and it's even a bright yellow here, screen dude. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. you go from like a dark environment like let's say the library or something where you're fighting like you know uh flood upon flood upon flood right and then it's so it's also pretty dark in that in that environment and all of a sudden you're like oh what is this it's a glowing terminal yellow screen it's like whoa yeah that's a good point man it's like what is happening here man what is happening here <laughs> And there's nothing more jarring than a giant bright yellow screen. You're absolutely right about that. You got to get your your eyes have to kind of adjust and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Your pupils got to like stop all the light from coming in your eyes. Like, ah, this is so bright. What's happening here? Right, exactly. But, okay, so since I kind of brought up the design aspect, this is something that I did put up in my notes in regards to talking about the app uh, itself. Um... I love the design of the new logo for Halo for the Halo for Halo Waypoint. I agree. Um, I like that. Like it's it's nice. It's. I'm gonna pull it up here real um, quick. What's that? I said I'm gonna pull it up here real quick. Keep talking. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, it it, uses, it utilizes simple, a little bit darker darker tones in there, right? Darker colors. Um, but you also have like darker colors that um, give you the foreground, and then lighter colors for the background. So it gives you a little bit more depth. If we look at the app uh, icon itself. Which is really cool, and it's subtle too. It's not like in your face. Yeah. Uh, which is something that I appreciate. And then I like that they said that they're utilizing assets and uh, like design elements from the Halo Infinite UI, um, just to help further in- integrate your companion app. Um, I think that's their words, not mine. <laughs> but I like this because like now it feels more of a like it it's, it it would be integrated more as like an extension that's not like completely separate from the entire experience right and you did mention that earlier um i believe yeah yeah um so we'll see right we'll see we'll see what this looks like you know what i also just noticed in here um they show a screenshot here oh this is master chief collection stats never mind i was gonna say they show this list here that shows these ranks like playlist ranks um, and they look like the Playlo. They Playlo. What is wrong with me? They look like the Halo Two ranks, like the way that the they're designed, like one through fifty. Um, but then it says here that these are Master Chief Collection stats shown on the web, left and right app. And I thought that that was 
I thought for a second this accidentally confirmed one through fifty ranks in Halo Infinite, but that's that's not right. That was that's Master Chief, uh, Master Chief on this new app, Master Chief Collection on this new app. So definitely Master Chief on the new app. <laughs> oh, God, I want those uh, ranks real quick. Side topic: Do you care about ranks in Halo Infinite? Is there a a way that you want to see ranks in Halo Infinite? Would you prefer them to be the classic one through fifty that we had in Halo Two, Halo Three, or would you prefer them to be more like Halo Five, where you had sort of like the tiers: Diamond One, Diamond Two, Diamond Three, Platinum Five, whatever? Like, what do, what's your preferred ranking style if you even have one? I used to care about ranking quite a bit uh back in like you know halo 2 halo 3 days mm -hmm. like i was very proud that i got to level 47 on lone <clears throat> wolves like that's the hard that's the highest i've ever made it right oh like, really yeah uh i never ended up getting like 50 but like i also was extremely proud of that achievement of right. being able to be like oh yeah like me against like another eight other people i was able to make it on top and now i'm like level 47 yeah. couldn't make it to 50 because all of a sudden the entire like the entire game changed. All of a sudden, everyone's using ARs when I got used to using the BR for every situation. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. When I got to, I remember distinctively that when I got to level 47, I couldn't get past that point because people would be using the AR and BR very effectively. Oh, okay. They would know, okay, this is close quarters engagement. I'm going to use the AR instead of right, the BR. Right, right. Right. And I should, like, for me at the time, because of my age, I couldn't, like, you know, figure that out <laughs> i was right there with you i think i had a 48 in lone wolves so i could not get above that i hit 50 in slayer but that's because i found a group of guys who are from jamaica actually um and we played and i i, I hit 50 twice in team slayer one time was with my buddies and I, I remember you know what's funny i remember both of the games where i ended up getting a 50 oh really um, well you know what dude there was something so special about hitting 50 that it was time, like, right? yeah, yeah. Because uh, what was it? You became a general in the in the ranks there. You're able to become a general in the ranks. I'll be honest with you. I didn't care about that as much. I didn't care about the progression ranks as much as I cared about just being able to get a 50 since that was the highest. Um, right. And I forget who it was. I think it was who was the guy who designed the Halo Five ranking system. Was that um oh what is his name? He would constantly argue with people on Twitter. Um, Dear Lord, I don't know. Oh, I can't believe I forget his name right now. That's okay. He would argue with people all the time. And somebody asked him one time, like, hey, what would a 50 in Halo 3 be compared to in Halo 5? In terms of the amount of, like, times you had to win a game and the CR level and everything like that. I think he said something like a Diamond 6. So if you, hit, if you hit Diamond 6 in Halo 5, that was the equivalent of a 50 in Halo 3. I was like, oh, my God. That is so cool. So then at that moment, it was like, okay, what's Diamond 6? Like, where am I? Am I Diamond 6 in this? Am I? Because that to me was like, okay, this is level 50. Um, and I remember that being like, that is more important to me, seeing that 50 than anything. You know what, dude? Getting a level 50 was more important to me than when I got champion in Halo 5. Like, it felt more rewarding to hit 50 than it did to hit champion in Halo 5. Right, and I don't know but, why. I mean Halo was... 3 and Halo 5 had such different game mechanics, right? You have all different sorts of skills that you had to learn in Halo 5. Yeah. Right? Because you had the thrust, you had the clamber, you had, you know, the stabilizer right. and so on and so forth. And using that effectively on Halo 3, whatever tricks you learned were like skills that you used 
on a regular basis. Do you think it was because it was more popular and more people were playing it? So, like, getting a 50 was... I don't know if it was harder, but... For, for there, whatever okay, yeah. reason, it was it was more satisfying. Like, I got a 50 in the playlist. I Yeah, and may, maybe... Yeah, you might be right about this, but I remember like when I hit champion in the mythic playlist in Halo 5, I remember feeling like, okay, this is cool. I finally got champion in some playlist, but like it wasn't, it wasn't a 50, you know? Right. And I think, yeah, like Halo 3, when you're a 50, like there was a, there was definitely a stigma to it. Like you had to be pretty, you had to be really good, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and you get for, to know your shit. If you're if you're 50 and you're getting four and like you know 25 deaths, uh, something's wrong. And that that's where you're sitting there thinking, okay, well maybe they boosted by going down, like you know purposefully like uh, losing games or purposefully quitting games early, so then you can quickly boost to your, uh, your. That was 50. so annoying. Right. You know, part of it too might be because like in Halo Five, the highest rank is Champion One, right? So, like, unless you're champion one, you're not the highest rank. So, if you hit Onyx, you're like, okay, great, I'm Onyx, but a lot of other people are also Onyx. And then there's 200 people who are champion who, you know, who who are higher than me. Oh, right, yeah. But in Halo 3 and Halo 2, hey, if you're 50, it doesn't get higher than that. You could not, it's like getting a doctorate. You can't tell who had the 4.0 GPA and got a doctorate or who had, you know, just squeezed by and got a doctorate. You know, they both get doctor in their title. That's all you know. So it was like, okay, you have a 50, I have a 50, boom. Like there was, that's as high as it looks. That's as high as it gets. Whereas in Halo 5, it's like, okay, you get, you know, you get Diamond 6, but you're not an Onyx. You get Onyx, but you're not a champion. You get Champion 200, but you're not Champion 1. Champion 1. Yeah. So you're never the highest rank unless you're like the best in the game. At that I've point, never, it's like, I've well, never been it. too bothered for that either at all. Yeah. Like for me, Halo 5 ranking was just, okay, Halo 5 ranking. Oh, darn. Platinum? Oh, bummer. You know, like, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It just didn't really bother me too much. I know some of my friends were like, oh my God, only, I only got, uh, I only got Diamond? Jeez. Like, you know, I and they're never... trying to grind for Onyx. And I was yeah. just like, mm go have fun i'm just gonna do me (laughs) i never felt like i never felt really engaged with rank in halo 5 except for that one playlist the halo mythic playlist because it was so reminiscent of classic halo and i really enjoyed it it was like halo 2 br starts there was no sprint i don't know if you ever played the playlist or not no sprint uh they had the other spartan abilities but there was no sprint and it was like unique maps that were only designed for that playlist and it was like, I played with this guy, Hyperreality. You know, I, we got to have him on the show sometime. I really like him, and I want to get him... I want to hear what he's thinking about Halo Infinite. Um, he was a former pro. He used to play... I think he was pro in the Halo 2 days, or Halo 3 days. Like, I, I remember his... I remember his username. I remember his name when I was following tournaments back then. And so then to then, like, play with him was actually really cool. Um... But Hyperality was... He was on the team Believe the Hype. Do you remember the team Believe the Hype? I do remember the team name Believe the Hype, yes. Okay, so he was one of those guys. Um, and so playing with him and 
he helped me, you know, he and I basically went in and, and, you know, we ended up, he and he got a champion. He got like three times. He was like a champion in that playlist on like different accounts or whatever. Uh, but he helped me get there as well. And it was just like, it, that was a fun grind. And I do remember that. And I think I'll always remember that, but I can't tell you what the game was like when I, when I ended up getting champion, but the game where I got 50 or the two games where I got 50 in halo three was playing with like two of my best friends when I was a kid. And I remember we were playing on that level. Uh, we were playing on Guardian. It was Team Slayer on Guardian, and the final score was like twenty six to twenty five, because like we oh, we got the lead and like two people quit. One person on our team quit. One person on the other team quit, and like both teams were playing this really defensive way, and we were holding green room or blue room or whatever it was on Guardian where the explosives were in. And we were just like guarding both sides and like each team was trying to get the sniper and like they were able to like pick off a kill here and there. And like we kind of just I remember towards the end of the game, we were up and we didn't need to push and they had all the power weapons and we kind of just hung out in this room and like we're shooting out of the doorways, just trying to stay alive as this onslaught is like coming down on us. And we ended up winning and I got my 50 and it was just like such a special moment um and so i would love to see this is like it has nothing to do with the article but i would love to see the one through 50 ranking return because there's something about it there was something about it that just and i it could be nostalgia in all honesty it could be nostalgia and it could just be like well this is the way it was before so i want it back. yeah um it might be it might be it definitely might be nostalgia i'm totally uh, like what was it halo reach is when they they added the the ranking system of like well, gold they, diamond they totally Onyx was the highest i think no in reach they totally got rid of they totally got rid of the skill of the team based levels like halo reach was entirely up to you it didn't matter it was like call of duty it didn't matter what your team did you didn't have to win or lose you it was a progression system so every game you played it added to your rank you just played and you played and you played and you played and you played and it didn't matter if you won or lost you would still go up in rank because it was, it was kind of like if you take halo 3 and you remove the 1 through 50 rank but you had like the private, the sergeant, the corporal, the general. It was kind of like that for Halo Reach. So it wasn't based on wins or losses. It was based entirely just on like how much you played the game. And obviously wins are going to help you rank up faster. But, you know, it was like if you saw a really high level, it wasn't because he was necessarily really good. It could have been somebody who just played a lot. Um and I think that's, right. I think what was it? Reclaimer that was the highest, or something I like that. I forget what the highest was in Reach. I only played two hundred twenty-five multiplayer games in Reach. Oh, really? Yeah. Then what about Arena Mode? I swear, Arena Mode had the proper if they like had that the, ranking system. If they had where, proper ranks. They added it later on. Oh uh, no! I definitely remember in the Vidox that they they were mentioning like when you go into Arena no, Arena Mode, if somebody's going, if you're going up against somebody that's Onyx, that means they're really good. Me... Like you'd be, you'd be sitting there like, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm gold tier, I'm gold tier in, in Team Arena, and then one of the biggest things that they said is like, oh yeah, well I'm Onyx, like you know, like that was a thing in one of the Vidocs. Let me see this. This is according to Halopedia.org. The ranking system in Halo Reach is based on credits earned through Forge multiplayer campaign and firefight matches. Credits are earned after right. every game, and players earn extra credits for medals earned during the match. Victory bonuses, combinations, daily, weekly challenges, and the player's rank increases in credits in each game 
they earn increases or they earn increase as well overview so list of ranks it started at recruit private corporal it goes through a bunch blah, 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 all the way to the end the last one was the inheritor reclaimer was up there but this is entirely based on credits right and okay so then there's the also there's also the halo reach arena ranks which starts off at steel then bronze silver gold and onyx where do you see that at uh if you google halo reach arena ranks that, that's where or the arena um halo that's where reach. it'll pop up the arena Hmm, I'm trying to find it here. Now, is this MCC or this was Original Reach that you're talking about? Original Reach. Reach. The arena. Um, Like, I literally just Googled Halo Reach Arena Ranks, and the first thing that pops up is the arena is a set of playlists within the Halo Reach matchmaking system. Um, based on your individual performance oh. within a season, you may be placed into one of the following divisions. Uh, as listed, best to worst. Wow. Onyx 5, gold 4, silver 3, bronze 2, steel 1. So these were like yeah. the different divisions. Yeah. Well, that's very that was like reminiscent the, of that was what the Halo 5... Yeah, that's very reminiscent of what Halo 5 did. Mm -hmm. That's where the true sweaties went for a team for arena. Or for competitive. Now, was that there at the start of the game? Yes, I do remember that distinctively. Wow, I don't remember this at all, man. Where was this? Because, like, I would have gotten behind this, I feel like. It was like, okay, so you had, like, I think it was, like, social, and then you had the arena or something like that, matchmaking. So it was, like, a separate menu, I think. Very, see. very, very interesting. I had no idea that this was a thing. The arena is a set of playlists within the Halo Reach matchmaking system. It's designed to replace the player ranking system seen in Halo 2 and Halo 3 by focusing on individual performance rather than win-loss records. It's designed to replace the player ranking system seen in Halo 2 and Halo 3 by focusing on individual performance rather than win-loss records. New to Halo within the arena are divisions, which replace the basic numerical rankings given in previous Halo games that range from 1 to 50. Based on your individual performance within a season, you may be placed in... Okay, so this wasn't based on whether your team wins or loses. This is based on how you did individually. Is Does that sound right? Yes. Formula. In the Halo Reach multiplayer beta, the game rating is based on the following formula. Rating times one minus loss penalty times 1,000... Okay, I don't need to get in that formula, dude. Yeah, um, that's going to be a little too mathematic. <laughs> All right, so there was a loss penalty, but you could still overcome that with your kills, and you could still overcome that with um, kills, deaths, and stuff like that. Right. Okay, interesting. So it wasn't quite the same as Halo 2 and Halo 3, but it was similar enough. Uh, I mean, one could say it was like the predecessor of, you know, the Halo 5 ranking system, as you said. Well, the Halo 5 ranking system works. It, it does work on an individual basis, but it also takes into account wins or losses. Like, you won't rank up. No matter how good you do, you will not rank up if your team loses the game. All right. 
and that is more like the Halo 2, Halo 3. But taking into account your individual, like I think Halo 2 and Halo 3 might have been specifically, hey, did your team win or lose? Okay, you guys won? Okay, you go up. Did you guys lose? Okay, you go down. I don't know if there was as much put on individual performance, which there's a part of me that kind of prefers that because it's kind of like, hey, are you able to work as a team? And so your ranking in Halo 3 and Halo 2 really didn't have to do with like, how were you individually? It was like, well, how are you? Yes, but how are you with everybody else? And so it really emphasized teamwork. It really forced teamwork. It really forced you guys to get on the same page with how you were playing because none of you rank up if you guys lose. So I, I kind of like that. I kind of so like to see that return for Halo. What, I'm, what I got out of that is maybe you kind of just answered your own question there. Hmm. Uh, because you said that the ranking system was based off of wins or losses, right, for Halo 3, right? And yeah, in order was. to get to level 50, you have to hit a certain amount of wins, which is even more satisfaction for when you do, you know, uh, reach level 50 right. at the time. Right. So, and, and you know, winning is, is very huge. Winning in, is everything. In a competitive, yeah, it's in, in, a, in a competitive yeah. format, it's huge. So when you do lose, it actually hurts you. Right. Right um in halo 3 which is probably why and it might not even be nostalgia for you it could just literally be the reason why it was more exciting for you as opposed to a single person's performance basis that halo 5 is working off of and it was win, harder it was harder i feel like the win mattered a lot more than right. it does that's 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 and that's probably that satisfaction you said it better there the win it felt like it mattered more because you needed to get on the same page with everybody. And so like, it wasn't just, oh, how good am I? It was like, how are you guys as a team? And right. I don't know, something about that I like better. Um, and they haven't gotten into what the multiplayer is gonna look like when it comes to ranks. Um, based off of how Halo 5 did, I think that we'll see ranks return. I'd be very surprised if we didn't see ranks return um and i mean ranks as in like based on wins and losses like i mean even halo again halo 5 had you know if you did really good individually and you won you would get more you'd get you know you would rank up faster than somebody who wins and doesn't do as good but you still had to win so i'm, I'm sure we'll see that again in halo infinite i would just it would i would just love to see that one through 50 again man i really would and i know it's a nostalgia thing i get it i totally get it and i know that <laughs> games these days are the most popular ones have these divisions of you know whatever but i would like to see that one through 50 return and i'm i'm hoping it'd be simple i just want it to be simple i don't want to have to go through this grind of like okay Gold one, gold two, gold three, gold four, gold five. Okay, I can now go to platinum. Platinum one, platinum two. Like, just either make it like, you know, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, onyx, whatever. So you don't like the individual levels within each division? No, I think it, it just gets, it gets, to, it doesn't get too confusing, but it just becomes overwhelming. Hmm. I mean, like, I mean, it could also i'm not going to say demeaning but it could also be like oh you, you think you did you, you think you did really well and you performed really well and then all of a sudden you're you're sitting there thinking okay i probably got diamond 4 but then all of a sudden you're sitting there and you got like diamond 1 and you're just like mm. hmm what happened mm. there right exactly <laughs> and it's <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. 
What happened that's there? The sound, that's the sound everyone makes, right? Diamond that one. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's just, <laughs> is it just me? <laughs> hmm, I like that. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, Maybe I'm too hard on myself. <laughs> uh, how would you feel about like a ranking system one through fifty? Not that your feeling necessarily matters on what they're gonna do, but like, how would you feel about that? Is that something like you'd be open to, or like, do you feel like one through fifty is more simple than the, what we had with Halo Five? I think, yeah, I think it is a little bit more simple than what we have in Halo Five. Like when Halo Five initially started. When you have, you know, all those different tiers, as you get higher and higher, it gets a little bit more confusing for some reason. It does. You know, like when you had Halo Reach and you know you had Onyx as an example, and Onyx is the highest. What did you have before that? What did we say? We had Gold. Gold was before Onyx. Right. right? And Gold is a pretty high tier just in general. Like when you hear Gold, you hear that, you know, that's that's pretty good. You think it's that's good. It's really good. In right? Halo 5, it's not good. <laughs> Right, exactly. In Halo Five, it's just in between. It's yeah, middle. If, you, if you're gold, it's like, oh, you're you're a gold. You're adequate, you know. Right. Just imagine anybody that's thinking that they're 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 relatively reasonable at the game, or they're adequate at the game, and Whoa, they sit down I'm and they gold. get silver. <laughs> no, but what if they get a silver? What if they get a bronze? You know, like right. how does you know? Throw See, in feelings. You know, you know what else happened to like when I first qualified the very first day that Halo 5 came out I was playing with Justin from the um, R.I.P. Drunken Halo, but I was playing with Justin and two other guys uh, from the Drunken Halo podcast and we were playing SWAT and we ranked Onyx and I remember reaching Onyx, but it didn't mean anything to me because I got there after 10 games, right? Right, and, right, because you have 10 placement games or whatever. Right. Now, right. I... Oh, God, I, yeah. I, look, I've gotten into an argument with this dude before who designed the Halo 5 ranking system. I understand that new players don't want to have to go up against the great players right in the very beginning. Because when the season starts, you know, in, a, in Halo 3, when the game started, everybody was at level 1, okay? So if you're an adequate player you have a chance of going up against a professional because you're all starting at level one. And so you might go in a game and get absolutely steamrolled. I get it. I get why it's not okay. But for those of us who want something worth achieving, throwing me into Onyx after 10 games, it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm good at the game. I guess I don't really have to do much else. Like, grinding and going through the levels battling and battling and battling to try to get to level 47 in lone wolves there's a reason why that feels good versus mystery plays 10 games of lone wolves and then gets to level 47 automatically because that's just where his skill is that doesn't that's there's something that's like oh a computer algorithm put me here i didn't earn this uh, mm, yeah, that's the a good point. Algorithm yeah, the algorithm said that was good enough. Yeah, so, this thing deemed me worthy. <laughs> <laughs> the algorithm has deemed me a forty-seven. Um, so I like the idea of maybe having like a couple playlists where everybody starts at one, and you don't have to do that for every playlist. I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand why they don't. I understand why they didn't do it in Halo Five. I get it. I do. I really do. But um, I think that there would be something. There's something. There's 
there's something about having to work hard to get something that I think is uh, is being overlooked by all the data and everything when we're looking at players not continuing to play the game. And we go like, oh, well, how do we keep these players in the game? Like maybe if players feel proud for getting a certain level, they would stay in the game. Just something to think about, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> something for you guys to chew on. Something for you guys to chew on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see 1 through 50 ranks return, but that is that could very well be a totally biased, ah, it's my nostalgia coming out, wanting that. Uh, but I will say, if there was any game that might actually consider having that, it would be Halo Infinite. This seems to be a, hey, let's take things from the past and bring them in. So, Is there a game right now that you like to play or that, that has like a ranking system that you do particularly enjoy, like a modern game, not like no. uh, Halo 3 or in the past? The last game that I was interested in ranks in, well, I guess you could say was Halo 5 since I was trying to get champion that one time. But aside from that, man... That, I think that's it. That one time. <laughs> that one time? <laughs> well, one time. Like, okay, what, I've you... gotten champion once. I'm done. Like, no, but really. I mean, honest honest to God, man. After I got champion in that playlist, I was like, I don't, I don't need to... Because here's the other deal, right? If you get a 50 in Halo 3, you... You had to maintain it. You got it, though. But you got... You didn't lose 50. If you get champion in Halo 5, you have to maintain it. You could lose your champion just by not playing the game because other people will get a higher CR skill than you. So it wasn't something that you held on to. Whereas in Halo, th in Halo 3, like not only did you get a 50, but there was also a thing where you clicked on the service record and it would show somebody's highest skill. So you could see, oh, 50, oh they're 50 and something. Right, right. In Halo 5, I think, uh, you would lose There it. was yeah. also, I guess, the Halo 5 aspect of like, Every time, every season or every new season, there was always a reset, right? Yeah. So you earn it once, and right. then you don't have to maintain it anymore, right? Because it's oh, it's gonna get reset anyways, right? Yeah. So yeah, and I don't I don't mind the reset. I get why they do a reset, and I think that that's interesting. Um, you know, it, it does give you something to kind of go after again. Hey, can I get up to Onyx again? Hey, can I get up to this rank again? But. I think it I think it has to, to to do with two things. There was a grind that took place to get to 50 for why 50 felt better. And then there was also like you you didn't jump to it and then you didn't Yeah, oh. So there wasn't um like you had to grind to get to 50. So you didn't automatically jump to like level 45 after 10 games but then also that was the highest rank mm -hmm. there was no champion one through 200 you know if you're if you're champion 187 that's not the highest rank highest rank is champion one but if you had a 50 bro that was it you hit it you you got to the top you got your 50 and so i think for those reasons that's why i want a one through 50 back because i think it was more I think it, it was more satisfactory. It was more satisfying for the player than the current ranking system with Halo 5. So we'll, we'll see. Because we haven't heard anything about the ranking system for Halo Infinite. So we will... Right. Maybe in another, maybe in another like, uh, Inside Infinite, we'll probably get a little bit more detail on yeah, that. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I hope so. Let's, can we, let's, let's, okay, can we swing it back to another design thing? Yeah, what do you um, think In regards of? to um, Infinite, that was uh, very... 
very surprising that I that I really did enjoy actually reading about. Oh, go ahead. Um, their their thoughts and and looking I like into this. things. I'm not about... used to this because Jimmy normally wouldn't just bring something up like this. So I'm very excited. Right now. Go ahead. <laughs> It's my little dig Listen, at Jimmy. You gave me a whole bunch of crap to read, okay? It's, <laughs> my, little, it's my little dig at Jimmy. Go ahead. What do you what would you say that you want it, what um, you're thinking about? What they were looking at how to make it a bit more accessible and legible or I guess legible. Yeah, I guess that would be the right word, the right term. Um for uh, when you're actually looking at like stats and when you're reading stuff on um on waypoint and so on and so forth. Okay. Um you have your uh, you have your graph on the um on inside infinite the example yes. graph where you have all of those different uh stroke weights and like dis different like one well, some of them are dashed lines and some of them are like thinner dashed lines and, and so on and so forth mm -hmm. i like that they they decided to throw that in there for the sake of accessibility um can you explain that a little bit and further like the uh what the what the graph is about and what it's tracking so the example graph that they're showing is actually it's just an example graph there's nothing that it's actually showing other than how it would look if you have multiple pieces of data on the same graph mm -hmm. right if you have lines that are just you know red blue yellow someone that is um they had a specific term and i don't want to be politically incorrect when That's, i'm saying you're this fine, so dude. Gonna, just go for it Nobody... they're, the color vision deficiency is the term that they used if you're colorblind if you have, yeah, if you're if you're yeah, if you're partially colorblind. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. Some people you're, are dude, you're fine. Look, I am just my blood. I I no no, you and and you know what? You you are doing the right thing. You are doing the right thing. <laughs> There's a certain line for me where I'm just like, you know what? I can't I can't I can't help everybody. <laughs> There's like yeah, they'll have some colors that are like red and some people can't see red. So in that case, they have a particular design to that line. It being like dashes and dots or something like that, or thick dashes and dots. So it makes it easier for somebody that can't see red to still not get that mixed up with another date and a piece of data. Which is very nice for all the colorblind people who play Halo Infinite. But also it makes it much more um, understandable, so to speak. Comprehensible. That's the word I'm looking for. Comprehensible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Um, yeah, I, I do like... Yes, that um, I'm looking at the graph right now, and it is very, you know, it'll be clear when you have different pieces. It's very easy right. to track each line. Not that not that going. you're going to be seeing six pieces of data, but when you have, you know, three, you'll be able to very much understand that, like, okay, this is where this line is, this is where that line is, and so on and so forth. And it, it's it's a little bit more easier for you. It, it, it's definitely easier on your eyes. That's the, one much thing. easier. Yeah, because like I'm looking at like the little thin. Uh, the little thin, very spaced out, like green line, and that's very easy to track. And then there's a real thick red line that's very easy to track. So they are making it easier for pe for for pretty much anybody who's looking at a graph. You'll be able to 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 go through it easier, which is nice. That's I I, I actually very much appreciate that. It's I get I me personally, I get very overwhelmed when I see lots of data oh, or really? like lots of numbers on okay. a like uh, numbers on a spreadsheet or something. I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, like. Huh? What do I what do I do? Like, you know, if, if you give me like a, a budget, uh, like a budget sheet, I'll be like, OK, there's words here. There's numbers here. What does this mean? <laughs> you know, and then 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 you have like totals and subtotals and this, that and the other. And I'm just like, I where where am I supposed to be? Where's can you give me a highlight or something? Where right. am I supposed to Anything be looking? to make it easier is going to be better. Yeah, that's and just that alone is huge to me. 
Um, I know, I know, I, I don't think it was as huge to you, maybe, when you read it. I, it, I know you, you wanted to skip over this UI aspect. <laughs> not that I wanted to skip over it. It just, it wasn't something that really... Look, this is why we have different people on the show, right? Because like what what you see and what's important to you might be different than what I see and what's important to me and uh, you know, vice versa. So like this is an excellent point and I'm sure that there's some people who are listening or could be listening who like this is something that they read and they went like, "Oh my god, I love the graph and I love how they distinguish the data and the lines and like I am very happy about that." And like they're like, why isn't Tracks bringing this up? This is like the best part of the whole website. Why aren't they bringing it up? And then there, here you are bringing it up, and now it's brought up. So just because it's something that I I didn't dive into, it doesn't mean that's not worth diving into. Don't worry, you graph fanatics. I got you. <laughs> if you're into graphs, he's got you. Those stati statisticians. I can't English, but the st 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 yes. And look, I'm all you. about data. I'm all about. I love data. Okay, data is great. I could just, I could soak in data all day long if I could. But uh, yeah, no, no, that's that's. I do like that. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything about the website or the app? Anything else that you want to go over before we move on to the customization and stuff? Um. We could probably we could probably chat about um, UI in modern gaming a little bit later. Okay. In the episode, uh, because I do have questions for you in regards to what you think about that kind of stuff. So if you want to move on to like something else in that in, in the actual um, update that we got, we could yeah. do that. Yeah, I was just gonna kind of get into. Uh, I want to talk about um, the live service aspect of the game and kind of what they're thinking and what they're looking at. And, and this is the kind of stuff where like, if you were really into, you know, if you ever played Fortnite or call of duty and you were really into like the battle passes, this is like, there's a lot of stuff in here. That's really, that I think is really amazing. Um, and that I want to get into, but I mean, if you have any questions about anything that we kind of went over already, I'm happy to jump into them right now. In regards to the battle pass. Sorry. No, in regards to the the um the waypoint app and stuff. Um, nothing that I can think of in regards to the waypoint app. Okay. Um, it's more of UI in general that I was gonna start. I was gonna discuss later on. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's um, get I into it. I think I discussed everything. UI. Uh, sorry, waypoint. Um, okay. Already. Cool. All right. Well, let's let's get into this next part here, and then anytime you want to jump in with your questions, just go for it um okay uh something i want to go over and you know when we broke down these articles before you know what's interesting mystery is a couple of my jimmy it's motherfucker okay <laughs> excuse my language <laughs> like every single time we have done an inside infinite review he's always been out he's always been there's always something it's like every four weeks something happens and he's not in i swear to god every single episode that i did in the beginning whenever we would go over a halo waypoint infinite inside infinite update he was always out the two solo shows that we did were both inside infinite updates <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern here. And here he is out again. It's like, it's like, hey, dude, we got to read these articles. And then he's like, blah, blah, I'm out. I'm out. My, inter my, my internet is out, man. And it's like, what, what is happening? What are the chances that every time we go over Inside Infinite, he's, he's always out? I mean, whatever. Whatever, dude. I don't care. All right, let's just... <laughs> 
I love that. I love that. Even though Jimmy's not here, Jimmy is still here, which is actually a, a testament to what he provides the podcast. No, seriously, dude. For real, man. All right. So here we go. Uh, they have four pillars. Ready? I love these pillars and the philosophies and stuff because I like to I like to read and I like to understand where their framework is coming from because then it makes it easier to rip on them if they deviate but then it also makes it easier to understand why they make certain decisions so it's like why would they do it's like oh well this fits within this philosophy that they have um okay here we go so basically we uh the article revisits the team's uh core pillars for the live services and here's what they are number one healthy engagement is paramount okay so whenever they have an update whenever they introduce something new they're thinking how does this help uh how does this help players engage with our game how do we keep our players coming back to the game playing the game for a long time how do we keep them involved in it okay how do we make sure the players are healthy before they pick up the controller <laughs> how do we make sure that they eat an apple yes. before we start playing are they that, having an apple a day to keep the doctor away <laughs> mystery yes <laughs> okay they are healthy <laughs> and they are engaged <laughs> number two is we maintain a player first first player first focus so not only are they healthy but does this put the player first now this is kind of a weird thing because what puts the player first everybody's going to kind of disagree with you know right but it seems like a better like this is a better alternative to uh you know, saying that like we maintain a player first focus is better than we maintain a developer first focus. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. Maybe they take off a lot more, but a player first focus is like, how is this going to impact the players? Is this better for them? Are we putting them first? Um, I don't know why you would ever update a game that doesn't put your players first. I don't know what that looks like, but maybe it keeps some people's egos in check from doing something kind of crazy where they're like, dude, I think the players should be forced to blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, is that really putting them first though? So maybe it keeps some stuff in check. Number three, provide unambiguous value. Right, yeah. Does that mean you want to communicate with us? Yeah, what does that mean? I think what that means, and here's the other thing is like throwing these... the word unambiguous is still making it ambiguous. <laughs> yes. I don't know what that means. You fuckers somehow remain ambiguous, even using <laughs> even unambiguous and wanting to be unambiguous. Provide unambiguous value. What does that mean? It's a little vague. It's so contradictory. Others would say it's a little ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean mystery what does that mean i don't i'm asking you <laughs> i i would think what that means is like the value uh the value that you are given or get the value that you are provided is measurable you know so like uh okay let's say Let's say there's uh I don't know. Let's say there's a, a battle pass that comes out. Okay. 
Okay, so here they go. They go, healthy engagement is paramount. Okay, so what's in this battle pass that provides healthy engagement? Okay, are they getting rewards worth getting? right are they are they good rewards is this going to promote players playing a lot more is this going to help players be engaged with the game okay yes we maintain a player first focus are you making players grind like crazy to get these rewards well no that wouldn't be very player first what's player first uh a healthy a healthy uh you know in between of of you know uh, enough work that it's satisfying and rewarding and it keeps you playing but not so easy that you unlock it all in an hour right right provide unambiguous value uh maybe this means like uh here's what you get for going through the battle pass mystery here's the top reward that you can get uh here are some of the other armor pieces that you can get while you're trying to get that top piece of armor um maybe that's what they mean by unambiguous so you, you know what the value is every time so there's a battle communicating pass with us communicating and letting us know hey here's why it's worth doing this thing here's what here's Okay, maybe this is it. Here's how you unlock this armor. Here's how you get this armor. Here's how you go through the battle path. Like everything is measurable and understood. If I want to get X, this is the road and this is the path to do it. It's unambiguous. Here's how I do it. This is unambiguous value. Maybe that's what that means. A little ambiguous. Um. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> the, fourth the fourth pillar. I hate this always be listening learning and experimenting look it's almost sounded like you were going to struggle to say the word experimenting always be listening like, learning and what is this word i'm reading um always be listening learning and experimenting here's why i don't like this i don't necessarily and i know this is going to be so controversial it's so controversial um I don't always believe that the developer should be listening to the community because I also believe the community doesn't really always know what it wants. It thinks it knows what it's want, what it wants. You know, it's like the equivalent mystery of going to like the ice cream place. Right. And you're like, what do I, I, I want chocolate. I want chocolate ice cream. Yes, I do. Yes, sir. Right. But then right. like your brother gets like, fucking rocky road or something like that and you're like oh i thought i wanted chocolate but now after seeing rocky road well i want rocky road so like if you're if, i love this analogy if you're listening way. to the community you're like whoa, 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 here's your chocolate here's your chocolate sir this is what you wanted right but then another game gives them rocky road and they're like well i didn't want chocolate until i saw rocky road so thanks for listening to me but i'm out of here because what they have is better so while I believe it's important not to totally disregard your community, um, just this idea of always be listening and learning. I, I hate that. You guys are the developers. We're not. We're not. And, and listening to who? Because every single position and perspective is taken within the Halo community. Always be listening and learning from who? Are you going to be listening to the people who want sprint or the people who don't want sprint? Are you going to be listening to the people who want hit markers with grenades or don't want hit markers with grenades? Are you going to just be listening to the majority of Halo players? Is that always it? Majority wins? Is that what we're doing? 
are we always going to be like what does that mean and how is this actually really that good sorry to rip on your fourth pillar here but i'm just saying this idea of always like no you know what three for three i think you need to take your uh put your meat on the table and go this is how we're doing it guys the last one i like always be experimenting i love that yes you should always be experimenting and maybe that's what this really means maybe they're saying hey we're always going to be experimenting but you know let's throw in listening and learning so that way we can help people you know feel like they're not being totally bulldozed over experimenting is meant to just like you know help with the listening and learning aspect because you brought it yourself you brought up the point yourself with the whole like uh, sprint or no sprint, and then last episode you said, "Listen, they found some marriage between having you know sprint and no sprint at the same time." Well, that's true. With the whole like, "Hey, we we're slowing down the sprint speed and speeding up the the base, uh, the base movement. movement speed, right?" Experimenting could just be another way of compromising with what uh, what everyone else's opinions are, to you know help try to balance it out. A B C always be compromising. Maybe maybe they. <laughs> Maybe uh, Alec Baldwin got through to them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who knows, dude? But okay, those are their four. I, I did not think I was going to spend that much time on that. Um, those are the four pillars. Um, they talk about some other stuff in here. I, I'm just going to jump around between a couple of things that I, you know, I, I don't think that we need to, to get into everything. Um, the seasons. Uh, so this is kind of cool. The seasons are going to be every three months, which I, I like because i like that they gave us a number like three months there we go definitive (laughs) what's cool about that is that a season is three months right if you live in a part of the world where you have seasons usually your spring is three months your summer is three months your winter is three months and your fall is three months i don't know why i did them out of order but you know what they're all three months aren't they so i kind of like that for me it's like oh this makes sense so i like the idea of three months i feel like it's it's not so frequent that you like it's not like Fortnite where it's like every seven weeks you know you had a new season or eight weeks after maybe it was 10 weeks actually which is almost three months so credit to them i guess um but it felt like seasons would be rolling so fast um right where it feels like three months is like a healthy amount of time to be able to unlock the rewards that you want but on top of that right always be putting the player first right mystery one of their core things um <laughs> you can always go back to another season to unlock stuff so i think that that is a very player first player first focused idea of how to do this so i i do like the idea that they're doing um every three months i also like you know similar to mcc they have different themes for each season um, so I think the first season is called Heroes of Reach, if I am remembering correctly. Right, yeah, something like that. So something Reach-related, definitely Reach-related. Yeah, so you would think that a lot of the rewards, maybe you'll be able to unlock, you know, Emil's helmet. Uh, maybe some of the other um, Spartans from Halo Reach, maybe you'll be able to unlock their helmets or their armors or something like that. So there might be, and, and maybe this is a good way to kind of introduce it because if you want to demonstrate to people hey our customization in halo infinite is going to be like that of halo reach well what better way to start out the game with the first season being heroes of reach to really show people hey remember all that stuff you liked in halo reach remember all that customization mystery that you liked in halo reach well guess what here it is in halo infinite yeah but don't we remember that being the same thing that they did with halo mcc wasn't season one of mcc also reach related 
I'm not saying that as a negative. <laughs> this is a new game, mystery. This is a new game. Whoops! Patterns! Whoopsies! We're not repeating ourselves here, mystery. This is a new game. Can we predict? Can we predict season two would be Halo CE related? <laughs> Little do we know, Halo MCC and their seasons are a beta test for Halo Infinite this is a and their new seasons. Game. That's, a, that's what's going on here, right? So, hey, this pattern's looking a little familiar. It's looking a little season familiar. Season 7, the elite themed season. Hey, isn't this what you guys did in uh, MCC? Shh, we are player focused, <laughs> sir. Player first, players first. Not that they're, not not that they're gonna do that. It could be just it could be entirely coincidence that it was like, oh yeah, Halo Halo Reach starts off in MCC and, and it also starts off on Infinite. I, d I do think that there might be something to to uh you know in terms of story they've been putting a pretty heavy emphasis on Halo Reach, the one book, two books I think before Halo Infinite comes out there will be two books that take place on Halo Reach or have something to do with Halo Reach. So, not Halo Reach, I'm sorry, not the game, the planet Reach. The planet Reach, yes. Yeah, thank uh, you. The return to Reach after the glassing. Yeah, so there's something to be said about, um, you know what's interesting about this mystery? Is that, remember the, remember the animated series, Halo, the fall of Reach that 343 produced? Vaguely, I, I you know I saw it the one time and then I didn't and never watched it again. Uh, I don't remember if I was even disappointed in it or not. Like, I don't even remember if I had an opinion. In the <laughs> intro to that little animated movie, Master Chief and the other members of Blue Team are on a post-glassed Halo Reach or not? Why do right. I say Halo Reach? They're on a post-glassed Reach. reach. Right, so and they were actually, visiting. They were visiting someone's uh, grave site, right? Well, they, if I'm correct, they found the tree that they had made marks on when they were a kid. Oh, or was that the end of Halo: Fall of Reach? I could I could have sworn there was like a site that they went to that was like in memoriam of one uh, of the Spartans. Yeah, it might have been. Um, oh, who was it? Sam. I want mean, to say it's Sam. Yeah, or... I think it was Sam. Yeah, Sam was one of the Spartans. He was the first Spartan that I remember. Well, he was the first Spartan of Blue Team to die. Uh, but he basically, they did a mission where they were attacking a Covenant cruiser. And his helmet got busted or something like that. So he wouldn't be able to survive in space. So he basically stayed behind on the Covenant ship in order to detonate a bomb. Uh, while the rest of Blue Team got away. I believe that's how it happened. I might be wrong on some of the details. But I'm right about him being on a Covenant ship and then dying. Um... So that might have been what that was. That might have been what that was. But that was a glassed reach. So it's interesting that 343. And now, after reading the books, you learn that that little cutscene is actually post Halo 5. Which is interesting uh, to think about. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, <clears throat> I, I mean, I've never read the book, but I'm, I, mean, I do want to get to that book at some point. <laughs> I yeah. just have a lot of other books to get to before Honestly, I get to dude, that Honestly, dude, that book is. Uh, I don't know why, and I, I I hate to rip on Troy Denning here, but I just his books are just a little bit hard to get through. Um, oh, really? Yeah, man. I, you know what? I, I don't know what it is. It's like 
Well, I mean, it, look, it could just be maybe I'm just an idiot and I just don't know how to read. You know, that could very well mm. be true. That could very well be it. Um, but there's definitely some Halo books that have been much easier for me to read than other ones. And the Troy Denning books have always been a little bit harder for me. Um, and I, I've discussed this with other people and, and they share similar opinions. So I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's just. I guess I'll, I'll formulate style. my own opinion when I get to that point. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely do that. Don't listen to me, dude. I'm, I'm a moron. Oh, I, I didn't say that. You were saying that. I'm a moron. <laughs> I'm a, words, I'm a okay? giant <laughs> idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, another thing you that's it. The shovel back. <laughs> <laughs> another thing that's interesting in this uh, in this article is. Um, so there's going to be everybody is pretty much familiar with the paid battle pass battle pass model. So in Fortnite, Call of Duty, in order to unlock all these rewards, there's a battle pass that you have to pay for. Now I think that Fortnite might have had a free battle pass as well. I kind of forget, but Halo Infinite will have a paid battle pass. They will also have a free battle pass so even if you don't have the money mystery to shell out 20 bucks every three months or whatever it's going to be you will be able to have some rewards that you can work to and unlock with the free battle pass um i really like that i think that that's cool i think that that's good and i think for the kids whose parents don't want to spend you know any money on battle passes or for the people who are like you know what dude i want to play this game i want something to unlock but i don't want to pay for the battle pass um, this is another good thing to allow them to be able to unlock. Because um, battle passes, you know, whether you like them or not, because they are paid for and ultimately you spend more money on battle passes than you do on the game itself. Um, they are fun to unlock. And it's fun. It's a fun OCD kind of grind to unlock every layer, every layer in the battle pass or every level. That's probably why I messed up that word. I was trying to say level and layer. Um, every level in the battle pass it's fun to unlock it's rewarding so having something to unlock even if you're not shelling out any money to do it i think is a a good sign and then of course for people who you know what maybe they want to play halo infinite but they're not sure how they feel about putting out money on a battle pass well hey here here you go buddy hey look here's season one here's some armors that you can unlock and if you like the armors and if you like the game well then maybe you'll buy future battle passes and guess what at any point you want to go back and unlock the season one battle pass well you can pay for it and do so so i think that that's good right that's i mean that that's true um have you looked at have you looked at like call of duty's like battle pass are you familiar with it at all i haven't in a while what uh so like the way it works for them is like they have their own cod points right Okay. And inside the battle pass, you're you're essentially they put the free COD points throughout that battle pass, right. and when you complete that battle pass, you get your COD points back enough for the next season Correct. to put your COD points towards. Is that something you would maybe like to see possible in Halo Infinite? Fortnite did the same thing. Oh, okay, um, I wasn't I wasn't familiar with Fortnite's battle pass. I'm more familiar with Fortnite's battle pass than I am with Call of okay. Duty. Um, okay. So it's good that we have these two different perspectives. See, this is why you have different hosts. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, Fortnite. You were able to earn back your battle pass. Um. So you you could unlock the next season if you unlocked every tier. I would like to see that with Halo Infinite, only because I don't want to hear. I just, dude, I just don't want to hear the. 
gaming media rip on Halo Infinite for not having a repeating battle pass that where you can unlock all your stuff or whatever. Um, but you know, I think that there's enough people that buy the battle passes, buy the battle passes and don't necessarily complete them in order to like still generate revenue and stuff like that. So, right. I mean, ultimately I want Halo to be successful. So there's a part of me that wants them to be able to generate the most amount of revenue that they can because I want them to do financially well. So that way we have more Halos. Um, but at the same time you do want, you know, you don't want to get ripped for having a seemingly anti-consumer battle pass. So the idea that they're putting player players first in their little core pillars I would imagine that we would have a battle pass where if you pay for the first one and you go through the whole thing, chances are you'll earn enough points to unlock the second one. I would imagine if they don't have that, I'd actually be pretty surprised. So you're saying like, it's like an if else kind of thing. Like if you do, then this is the benefit. If not, then well sucks. Yeah. I think they'd got, I, I think that they'd kind of get ripped on. If they didn't follow suit with Call of Duty and Fortnite, if they want to be a free multiplayer game that people can play, like COD Warzone or like Fortnite. By the way, COD Arena is not free to play. So this is a little bit off topic here, but I kind of want to go on this rant for a second. COD Arena is not free to play. COD Warzone is free to play. Fortnite is a battle royale. God, Warzone is also Battle Royale. Halo, I think, will be the only arena multiplayer game to be free. That might actually um, be more beneficial for Halo than having a free Battle Royale. I was thinking about this the other day. That's also probably part of the reason why they're going with um, you having to buy each Battle Pass with money. Money. Because that would probably cover the costs of, hey, uh, we are making, you know, regular matchmaking free for you guys. Kind of like how, um, you know, the rec packs in Halo 5, they paid Ugh. off for a lot of our free DLC or whatever that That's they said. That's true. That's true. You know? Yeah. Look, it, it, it provides another revenue stream for them. So if you're a studio, you release your game, right? It's $60, but, you know, 30 of that goes to GameStop or whoever, unless it's a digital sale. In which case, some of that, you know, goes to Microsoft, obviously. Some of that's going to go to the studio. Whatever money does go to the studio, you know, that money pays the salaries. That money, you know, allows them to hire more people, allows them to grow as a studio. Now, you know, Halo ultimately has a blank check, I would imagine, from Microsoft, so they could probably do whatever they want. Um, but you do want them to be financially successful if you want more Halo games. So... I certainly will be supporting Halo by buying all their battle passes. I think it would be a good idea for them to be able to um, allow players to unlock the next battle pass by completing another battle pass only be only because um, that is traditionally what battle passes have done. So I don't want them to get the bad press of like, oh, Halo, Halo is the only free-to-play game with battle passes where you have to pay for each one, you know, and then the internet rips them and, and yells at them, whatever. I just don't want to see all those articles. Um, okay. Um, in the article, they mentioned something about 
events like the fracture. Um, yeah. I never really understood that. that. Did See, you did you get it? Me and Mystery are just on the same page here. Yes. So uh, the the fracture, I believe, is the name of that samurai armor. Okay. Um, let me read the sentence real, real quick. We will provide more details on specific events before launch, but be on the lookout for a special event type with specific thematic rewards called a fracture. Actually, I might be remembering this differently. So I think, uh, okay, the battle pass and other main vectors will supply cannon customization. The fracture and some events will at times lean into things further afield like the Yorori armor shown in the multiplayer trailer. So, oh, okay. okay, thematic rewards called a fracture. So th it might be called a fracture because it is non-canon. Okay. So okay, that makes so much more sense now. They might have an event, and I don't know what the event's going to be, and they did not specify, but let's imagine for a second, Mystery. Okay, do this with me for a second. Let's imagine an event around... Uh, what's a holiday that both the Canada, Canada and United States celebrate? Let's go with the fracture of, or let's go with an event for. <laughs> it doesn't help that we have different histories as countries. Because so I was going to go with something July 4th themed. You know, I'm just going to do it anyway. Let's go with a, uh, a fracture or let's go with an event for like the 4th of July. Okay. Okay. Now let's imagine that there's a helmet and some armor that sort of resembles, I don't know, this might be a little crazy, a colonial soldier from 1776. Right. Maybe with the the, the three-pointed hat. So maybe there's, this would be actually kind of cool. I hope they do this. Maybe there's a <laughs> a red, white, and blue uh, armor, uh, what are they called in this game? Armor, armor coatings that's red, white, and blue with some stars and some stripes. And there's a helmet that has a three-pointed thing that looks like a colonial helmet, you know? Maybe there's a fracture called, you know, f uh, be free for the fourth or whatever. And so it's not armor that's in Halo canon because <laughs> what in the world would a colonial soldier be doing in the Halo Infinite universe? Um, right. Sounds kind of crazy. doesn't make any sense. So... They talk about there being non-canon armor. This is a really, to me, this is really good because I think that you need more non-canon armor to get people excited. So do you remember weeks ago when we were talking about different kind of armors from different franchises? I was going to bring that up. <laughs> when Real Mystery said, hey, you could have like the Doom guy in Halo. Yeah. Or you could have the yeah. Gears of War, the COG soldiers in Halo. Well, this is, I mean, if this doesn't scream like, hey, real mystery, you're right about that. Then I don't know what does. This is non-canon armor. So the yeah, samurai. Crossover yeah. worthy. Exactly. Yeah. You're exactly right. So this allows them to have events called fractures that will reward you with different rewards that are, are non-canon. So, you know, you could take my colonial Spartan or you can take the Doom guy. Okay, there might be a, a Doom 
a doom fracture where all of a sudden it, there's a bunch it of it could armor. make sense bethesda is working under microsoft now right so okay you got plenty of armor from skyrim okay you got the uh you got the power armor from fallout that would make for an awesome spartan armor right so like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's lots of armor out there that we can make use of uh, maybe even armor for games that are coming out that are like new to if, like it, uh, dude if halo doesn't do something with star wars it's going to blow my mind <laughs> stormtroopers the clones i mean there's so many cool looking helmets in star wars that you could bring over to halo baba fett's helmet right i mean like it would be so cool for them to do something together and star wars is clearly open to working with other franchises i mean they did um you know they did with um they did with Fortnite. I mean, I, there's got to be some kind of relationship there that they can work on. But I, I would love, like, dude, the clone. For some reason, that's like my favorite helmet in um in Star Wars is the clone trooper helmet. I would love, I would love to have a Spartan running around with that thing, with that helmet on. So that's what fractures are. It's going to be these reward, these thematic rewards. Do you know? Uh, do you know what else? What other topics they use the word fracture for? What's that? <laughs> Timelines. <gasps> oh. Do you remember that chat you had? Oh, mystery. <laughs> like three episodes ago. Oh, mystery. About time travel. Are we going back in time in Halo <laughs> Infinite? What's happening here? I don't know why. I saw that and I was like, oh shit, maybe Trax is on to something. <laughs> what if the sequel to Halo Infinite is Halo Fracture? And it's where they officially reboot the series. Dude, that would be wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, but Halo Fractures is also a novel, right? It was a bunch of short stories uh, put together, just like, uh, what was it? Uprising? or uh, What was it called? I don't remember. Maybe it was. Maybe uh, it was. I don't remember. But it was like a bunch of like, there were some of them were like short stories of, of pieces that are actually are novels that are actually going to be coming out. I think you're right. I think there was a thing called Halo Fractures. I think you are right about yeah. that. Um. Yeah. Uh. So there's going to be. Uh. You're also going to be able to unlock armor through different. You know, not just in the battle passes, guys mystery okay not just in the battle passes you're also going to be able to unlock armor through skill rewards you're going to be able to unlock armor through challenges through legacy rewards what's a legacy reward well if you hit level 152 in halo 5 you'll be able to unlock a special helmet just for you in halo infinite now they say legacy rewards plural right okay so i'm not the only one that caught that What the heck? <laughs> so, you know, maybe um I don't Do know what this Do you think there's going to be rewards for me re- um, reaching max rank in like ranked MCC or something? You know what? I don't know. I don't know what these are going to look like. Here's what I would love to see. I would love to see them reward people who had like you know how they're kind of like trying to reboot or like spiritually reboot the franchise? And they're clearly trying to bring back older players. Right. I think it would be so cool if they had rewards for like original Halo 2 and Halo 3 players. And I don't know what that would look like. Um, maybe they could put like an electric guitar on your back or something like that if you played Halo yeah. 2. 
That'd be awesome. And like if you kill somebody, you can do an emote where you play the guitar and it's like do 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 do. Like I think that that would be uh, probably annoying, but that would be pretty cool. But so, yeah, so legacy rewards. Who knows what that means? But we'll see. I mean, it looks like they're gonna have more because they say Halo Fives. They say Halo Fives SR, which is the you know the rank SR one fifty two. For example, that's just an example because there are rewards plural. Rewards. Rewards. <laughs> There's an extra S there. <laughs> S so. stands for plural. <laughs> <laughs> Going down the alphabet, you know, A is for apple, B is for banana. S quote. is for plural. S stands for plural. S is for plural. Dude, that's a the two. That's great, actually. Uh, and then they say, and be rewarded for some. Ready for this? Campaign actions. What? That's cool. Maybe if you're playing the campaign and you save over 50 Marines who are stranded, left by themselves to face off against the banished. Maybe you unlock the Marine helmet. Who knows? Who knows what that means? You could be one of them. (laughs) You could be one of them. (laughs) Forget being a super soldier. You could be a regular guy. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, I think I read something or heard something where... Maybe that's how you unlock like Master Chief's armor, like complete the campaign, which would, you know, that would make sense to me. That'd be pretty dope. I think that might have been a thing in Halo 5, actually. Because in Halo 5. Is that something you would want? Is Master Chief's armor in multiplayer? No, me personally, no. I wouldn't want it either. No, I wouldn't. Um, You know why? It's more out of like respect. It's like, I'm not him. (laughs) <laughs> I play as him, but I'm not him. <laughs> I'm not him. I'm not Chief. I'm not going to wear his armor. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, okay, let's see. They uh, they show this one little thing that says, um, it's like an example of like, uh, re- re- you know, unlocking a re- uh, an armor. And it says, like, acquired 1231-2021. So this is like a fake thing, but just as an example. By completing Chief's story in the For Our Tomorrow campaign pass, the sixth generation of Mjolnir armor archetype developed under the leadership of Dr. Catherine Halsey, this suit provided a great deal of improvements to ensure combat effectiveness. Mark 7. Right? So, like, this is, like, an example of, like, armor that you would unlock by completing chief's story in the for our tomorrow campaign pass now that brings up another thing um campaign passes i'm not exactly sure what that means am i alone in that did they go over that in the article am i totally missing that uh i want to say that that was just a a seed that they planted to further expand on later maybe so maybe we're going to get more campaign in campaign passes that would make sense to me if you're gonna have a game that's gonna be Maybe a platform like for the next 10 years or something yeah it would make sense that you have battle passes for a multiplayer and then every once in a while when more story drops you would have campaign passes that's yeah that kind of is what makes sense to me maybe like a book comes out and then like all of a sudden you know you might have some armor or something available that has something to do with the book that came out exactly yeah yeah that would be neat so um campaign pass more dlc story that's what i'm hoping for um uh there's another question here oh no we kind of talked about that a little bit already um uh mystery what were some of the questions that you had about 
uh, the article and everything that we went through. I just realized we're about to hit two hours here. Um, <laughs> leave, it, leave it to you and me to go for a very long episode. Yeah, dude, how did that happen? Maybe bro? this is why we need Jimmy here. <laughs> we didn't even get into our subtopics. How do we How do we have a faster podcast when Jimmy is here? This is so crazy to me. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Well, it's a long article, man. Like I, I is, spent a long yeah. time going through it, actually. It is a long article. There's, a, there's lots of blocks of texts to kind of like deal with and i'm like i have to impress i have to impress tracks i, I have to, to impress it. tracks i need to read it i need to read I need, it well, i need to read it you know? i will say i am very impressed by the way uh the artwork that they did for this armor was clearly made by pixel art who's a i'm not gonna call him a friend because like he doesn't even know who i am uh, but he and pixel i flare yeah pixel Fl uh, that's why i meant pixel flare he and i have right. corresponded a couple times in dms um i you know i've talked to this guy you know this artist I, i've talked to him before um no he he's <laughs> been somebody who's always done like really cool artwork um i've always had Out a lot curiosity, of respect for him do you happen to know how he does this is it like like how he does his oh. artwork yeah like is it is it on like an engine or like a like a software yeah is, is he's is okay i'm not sure what software it is that he uses but i'm pretty sure he makes these things from the ground up Okay, so he like he sculpts it and like molds it Correct. into what you're seeing. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is not like he takes a screenshot in game and then dresses it up. This is like he this is his original artwork that he does. Oh, okay. So but even all his other previous works, um I can't speak for all of them, but I'm pretty sure most of them. Okay, okay. Um Yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of curious. I don't do you know if he happens to have maybe some like behind the scenes stuff of like how he um works on some of the art you know what? that's a good question i don't know if he does or not because he doesn't have like a youtube channel i don't believe oh, okay. i could be wrong okay. about that i don't believe he has a youtube channel but he is the jj abrams of the halo world he loves his lens flares yeah, that, that's really it, that, i mean it's incredible like all, all the stuff that he's made so far is incredible if i'm correct he's also making the covers for the most part of the novels so he's making he did the cover cover art for one novel i think it's called a point of light which is funny because you know he's pixel flare and he loves his lens flare and here's a point of light um, so it's kind of fitting but i love that they're using him as an artist because he definitely makes that kind of artwork that's very flashy and i'm not saying that in a degrading way of like oh look at this dude you know you put in a couple flares whatever dude i don't know why i had that accent for that but I, i'm questioning that too but i'm just gonna skip over that fact <laughs> hey dude what's with the flares i mean jesus like i could make something shiny i mean my god right um, right yes okay got it mr mafia man got it uh i'm in pain so don't ask me why um ah it's the drugs got it <laughs> i wish dude oh we called <laughs> so off topic here we called one of my previous dentists and this dude like he he if you go like, hey, dude, I'm in a lot of pain, he'll be like, hey, uh, yeah, two Tylenol, two ibuprofen, you'll be fine. It's like, ugh, come on, my guy. Um, but I'm in Philadelphia, which is the opiate capital of the world, so that's probably why they stay away from that stuff. Anyway, a little bit off topic there. Back on topic. Yes, Pixel Flare is crushing it with his artwork, making yeah. some amazing-looking things, uh, and I hope to see more from him. Uh, Mystery, did you have any other questions? Um, uh, one of the other things I wanted yep. to semi bring out, uh, so to speak, was um, their approach up, to dealing with bugs. You know, uh, de uh, they said that like um, they weren't going to do like 
the, one of the questions was something along the lines of like, oh, hey, yeah, so, you know, if you're going to be doing season passes or seasons every three months, does that mean you're going to be tackling bugs every three months? Right. Um, well, what are right? they going to do, mystery? Said, what are they no, going to do? They're going, they're going to be, like, approaching it, you know, with, with, with priority. What kind of priority comes first uh, in regards to that? But then the, the, the whole thought came up to me is um, they're building the, the engine, the, the game engine from ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, called the slipspace engine. Correct. Right. So, like, there's there there can be some advantages and disadvantages to this, right? Like, because like, because they're building it from ground up, they know it inside and out. Right? I see what you're saying. Yes. And maybe there's a bug. What if there, what if there's a bug that they they didn't they don't really you know anticipate or can't seem to figure <laughs> out how to fix? Whereas if they used another person's um, engine, like let's say Unreal Engine or something. Right, you can have support from the people that developed the Unreal Engine. You know I see what, I mean? what you're Help saying. Help fix those problems. Yeah. So um, like, on, I just thought that was like an interesting thought that you know that kind of popped up in my head when I was reading this. Right. On one hand, you built this thing from the ground up, so you know it inside and out. Boom. Right. On the other hand, because you built this thing from the ground up, you don't know if there might be a super bug. <laughs> is that why you were laughing because you were thinking of that yeah <laughs> no i know that's a good reason to laugh you in the background know. there's a super bug lurking you don't know if there's like uh you don't know if there's like a covid 19 of the slip space engine that is just super contagious and infects the entire game where you're like oh by the way we have to take the whole game offline for a month because uh while we developed this thing, we just did not anticipate this. Whereas, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying if they used another engine, they could go, hey, hey, you guys who made this engine, we're having this problem? What happened here? And then they can kind of let you know what's up. Because yeah, well, we're, where it could have gone wrong it's on been their side of the engine. long enough, and enough people have used it that they basically know everything that's right and wrong with it. Right, I mean, yeah. I mean, anybody else that's out there could, could disagree with me and so on and so forth. But I just thought it was one of those things where it's just like they're building it from the ground up. There could be bugs that could take them a while to fix, you know. Right. Now, hopefully it does mean because and look, I'm not a developer, right? So I don't have I don't I don't know. I, uh, it, I You know what? I imagine that it would be easier for them um, to be able to go in and and fix things because they did build it from the ground up so they they know i don't know much about developing but what i do know is like the more familiar you are with it obviously this goes for anything the more familiar the familiar you are with it the quicker you're going to be when it comes to addressing issues so if you guys build this thing from the ground up theoretically there's got to be somebody in the building who can help you who knows right. what's going on with it? So right. I think that that should be a good thing. But I love that idea, this doomsday idea of like, hold on again. You guys weren't competent enough to make the perfect engine. And here's this like glaring issue that's going to show its face in season two of the battle pass. Well, I mean, crossing my fingers, hoping that that's not that's not the point that it gets. to. We're going right? to hope we're going to we're going to hope. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that is an interesting thing that I did not think about. Um, I'm I'm excited by this. I like the idea that they're relaunching the website, trying to make things new. Um, I like that they are this live service team. Again, I, I'm I would have thought that this would have been the perfect article 
to address Spartan companies. And maybe I'm the only freaking guy who cares about Spartan companies who's asking about it. Um, maybe I'm the only one who thinks that community-based events and community-based, you know, communities are the glue that holds Halo together. That like maybe it's not the game, but it's the fact that people were able to have land parties, and like that's why they right. played your game. You know, they had things right. to be able to be a community around, aside from just being a multiplayer game. I wish we could get more of that, but you, you know, put me down as the Spartan Company guy. You know, because I want to know. <laughs> I want it like that. That's 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 what I want to know. What is happening here? I'm sure they'll probably uh, they'll probably come back to that maybe the next time. Maybe um, next time they come back to the, these these particular people that they're talking to or interviewing, um, they might bring up you know Spartan companies next time. Listen, I didn't want to read another like seven more paragraphs worth of uh, <laughs> Spartan company stuff right now. Okay, <laughs> it was long. Yeah, give me another. You know, do it on another month. You know, how there about you that? go. How about that? Let's do it. Listen, we, we yeah, we have to have you know that little bit of uh, a little bit of more information as as time comes. That's fair. That's fair. I'm looking at this one. Uh, I'm looking at this one screenshot on the app, the Halo Infinite. Or the Halo Waypoint new app, and it says season zero zero. Right, this is the summary, so I assume that this is the battle pass. They have a rank fifteen, five thousand XP out of eight thousand. There's a daily challenge. This says bellies full of lead. Eight enemies killed. Sixty four out of a hundred. Uh, by the way, killing one hundred enemies in a single day seems a little bit crazy to me. Oh, well, I guess not, right? You get like what ten to twelve kills per game. So yeah, it's yeah, it's you know, let's say ten, maybe twelve games worth. Certainly doesn't. Oh. Certainly seems a little bit more than a daily challenge, but whatever. Um, then it shows battle pass for our tomorrow. So I, I do like the way that this UI looks, and it shows when it ends and everything like that. Um, I'm just not seeing anything here for ranks or spartan companies and that makes me a little sad like down at the bottom it shows home it shows overview i think it says games campaign and then profile i wish that there was a little tab at the bottom that said spartan company but i'll go down as that guy right i mean and that's yeah. not necessarily a finished design either, but right. That was. I mean, they do say it's a work in progress render. Um, and it's not the first time where we've seen um, you Something know, work change. in progress menus and so on and so forth, and then see it come out in launch day and it's completely different. Halo Five is a pretty big example of that. They had a beautiful design for the main menu and so on and so forth. That's true. Um, and then it just. I don't. I don't know what happened. Things changed. <laughs> Maybe they just needed more ram or something and less um i don't know less ram to go towards other things is it is what it is um can we go can we go back to the user interface talk that yes. uh sure i was thinking of because i know you said two hours we're hitting yeah you know whatever dude if the conversation has us going over then let's then we just go over all right here let's 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 take this as we're making up for the fact that you know, we canceled yesterday's show. Yeah. <laughs> a little bonus yeah. time. There you go. Yeah, I got some bonus uh, bonus minutes, so to speak. <laughs> bonus um, minutes. 
<laughs> what are your thoughts on current UI in modern games? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, busy. Busy, right? Busy. Yeah, really busy. I do not want it to be like that for Halo Infinite. Was that what um, you were thinking? Were you thinking busy? Did I hit the nail right on the head? It was okay. So the word that I kind of came up with was convoluted, but Whoa. busy is another way of thinking about it because, sure. like, Call of Duty is a big example. Oh, Call of Duty's of what, UI is the worst, dude. Thank you. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but it's it's just true. I feel like there's too much going on at the screen. Yeah. At the same time. I agree. And the Waypoint app could fix that for Halo Infinite because they like you know for us because we can have our stats on Halo Waypoint. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I just don't want to have to go through eight different menus to reach one thing. Yeah. I don't want things forced in my face to be seen. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty has a huge example of that. I think they have their challenges or their daily and weekly challenges, like literally right there. You know, <laughs> while you're while you're waiting for the matchmaking lobby. And I, every time I load up a new Call of Duty game, I'm sitting there. I'm just like. Where am I looking? I want to play a game. How do I get from here to there without having to press 12 buttons? Right. You, you know, know what I'd really like to see? Here's what I think would be really be cool. Mystery, tell me what you think about this. What if the Halo UI, because they, they mentioned that it sort of looks a little bit like kind of like the Windows 10 tiles. Um, maybe not tiles, but they, they I remember them saying something or I remember reading or hearing somebody commentate about it, it that it kind of like sort of like sort of went the windows 10 sort of way um of how like it looked and it felt i love the idea of you being able to decide what was on your screen so they could have some areas that are sort of empty maybe and you could customize, hey, I want to see my daily challenges here. I want to see my weekly challenges. I want to see my campaign challenges. I want to see my progress on achievements. I want to see what my Spartan company is up to. I want my friends list right here. Like, I love the idea of being able to sort of make the game how you want it to be. And it, because, right, like, Mystery, if you're a, if you're a campaign person, then daily challenges and multiplayer might not mean anything to you. So why should that be in your face? Takes up more screen real estate, right? Right, right. So like uh, find some kind of way to sort of simplify and let people decide, you know, come up with a, a default look, sure. But then, you know, and Call of Duty is the perfect example because it is there is just so much going on. If you ever pull up COD Mobile, COD Mobile is a great example. I look at the COD Mobile UI. I'm like, I don't know where anything is. I don't, I'm, I'm looking, I just want to see the previous game stats. And I'm like, dude, I'm literally pressing all parts of my phone. Like, where is this? Where can I just see how many kills I had last game? Like, it shouldn't be hard right. to find. That should be very easy to find. A post-game carnage report. How do you find that? Press Y. Okay, cool. Easy. Easy. So, making it less busy, showing less stuff, um... There's, I, there I is definitely that. a lot of information being thrown at current modern gamers, let's say. And I'm just not a fan of it. <laughs> Maybe it's our brains, right? Maybe we're just not ADD enough to be okay with it. 
I just because like I mean you have so I mean Call of Duty has I guess y- your challenges there, but then they also have your and it's, it's cool to look at for the first five minutes, but you have your soldiers walking in the in the, in the foreground or whatever or in yeah. the background and like they're walking on this infinite loop and all I can sit there and think is like okay this looks cool don't get me wrong but how much power is this using on the system? <laughs> I mean, as long as it doesn't like malfunction or, or fall apart, I think that but it's, it's okay. constantly rendering at that point. Yeah. Right. Are you just saying it's like just too busy or it's wait that? Yeah, that's too busy. And that's partially why I find it to be a little convoluted. <laughs> yeah. I don't hate the player walking. Um, I actually don't hate the player walking. I do think that that's cool, but I think that it would be cooler if they like i'm trying to think it for like a halo perspective like if i saw i mean fortnite has it right fortnite shows your character standing there call of duty is it throughout the entire like menu or whatever and he's just standing there right yeah just standing there and then you can do the different emotes if you want so they can emote out um okay i mean i I haven't seen that in fortnite because I, i don't really play fortnite but i can i can see that being an okay thing for me Right, because it shows like you and your skin, and then it shows the people who are with you and shows their skins. And it's another way to kind of show off, and I think this is why Call of Duty does it. It's another way to show off your personal appearance, right? So I actually think Halo will probably have something similar because like what better way to show off your armor than to like have it there in the pregame lobby? Um, I what I I get bothered about how that could be approached. Yeah, what I get bothered, but but I do agree with you that I like maybe maybe I have a different perspective on seeing your player, but I'm totally in agreement that there's just too much. There's too much on these UIs. It is too crazy. There's too many little things that you can click on. And honestly, when it comes to Call of Duty, the like where the loadout is versus the barracks versus like customize your weapon plus oh my god way too it's it's too much for me now look maybe i'm just an idiot and that could very well be true but i feel like there's got to be a simpler way to design this so that way it's not so you know what it feels like it just feels like like a hard drive you know it feels like a hard drive where you have like hard drive yeah it feels like a, a a hard drive where you have a picture of grandma and for no reason, you put it in a folder of, like, grandma. And then you put that in a folder of, like, pictures of family. And then you put that in a, a folder of, like, pictures. And then you put that in a folder of, like, media. So it's like, okay, I got to go to media. Then I got to go to photos. Then I got to go to pictures of family. Then I got to go to grandma. Then there's the picture of grandma. And it's, like, it's just, like, it's so freaking so many steps to get to everything. And it's just, it doesn't seem simple and it just doesn't seem simple. I don't know. And they always have ads, you know, all over the UI and that makes it more busy too. So what if that's our solution is the halo waypoints app to make us want to go to the app and use it as an extension. Um, so cleans, it'll clean up it for the menu, for example. Yes. But then the flip side of that would be also now we're convoluting this this app. Right. right. Now we're right. Now it's like the Halo Channel issue where it's like I have to go to this stupid app just to change this thing. It's like, well, yeah. I don't well, know. I mean, in that case, like, okay, customizing your Spartan could stay in the game, right? But right. I don't know, like challenges, I suppose. I mean, you can see that in the game as well. I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head that I would like to see on the app. Those stats. There you go. See that on the app. 
Yeah, I think the real detailed stats, even heat maps, dude. If they just had heat maps on the app, like that might draw me to the app. I would love to see that again. I really would love to see that again. Those are so fun to watch. You know what I also really liked about uh, Bungie.net? Is they showed the maps and they showed overviews of the maps. So you could see the entire map like as a blueprint. And they did that with the MCC. Whenever you load up a map, they showed the entire blueprint of it um i believe um do you like that i love that so i remember back in the day yeah i remember back in the day printing out those maps getting together with my friends and talking about different strategies i'm like okay what if i'm here and you're here and you're here and you're here and i can be over here then we can try and hold down this area and then playing later on that day trying to follow those strategies like it's probably a little bit unnecessary because we could have just gone in the game but there's something kind of cool about like oh i got the i got the overview of the map here dude i got the overview here of the map look this is br tower here's an x this is you like there's something about that that was kind of exciting i'm not saying that that's a reason to to do any of that but i i like the idea of having an overview of the map being able to see the whole thing looking at the you know the heat map where where are you getting kills from where are you dying where are people when they kill you where are the people who you are killing these would all be good things to know Oh um, yeah, that would definitely be great things to know. It'd be ex- especially helpful for you to not have to constantly go into theater mode and see your playback. Like you, yeah. you have like here's your static image of like this is where you've been dying a lot. Instead of you trying to go back into theater mode and be like, okay, around three minutes I died here, right. around two, uh, four minutes I died here. Right. You know, like and trying to figure it out from there. And it would be right. great to get the maps on different playlists, right? If there's a playlist where, you know, the map's designed a little bit differently, like maybe if there's an MLG playlist, right? Like MLG likes to change some things up where they, you know, add weapons, take weapons away, whatever. Um, right. It'd be cool to be able to like, here's the map in your, you know, here's the map in these playlists. Here's what the map looks like in these. And like, maybe you could have different heat maps for different playlists. Like, okay, when I play Slayer, yes. Here's where I'm dying a lot here. But when I play Capture the Flag, it might be completely different. So maybe your stats in Capture the Flag are going to be totally different from Slayer and you need to be able to see the distinction between the two. Um, mm. I think that that would be really cool to show in the in the app. And that's something that you obviously don't need to have in the game UI. Like that's like that extra level I think would be perfect for an app. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. I find like the Halo MCC, like the maps when you load in, I find them to be very confusing. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I want to say because like the way I think it's the way it's like laid out in okay. general, because you have you still have your layers there technically, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like that is confusing. Layers. I'm like when you, you have the top layer. Like it's 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 like you're looking at it from literally the top, but you don't know what's what's the top layer and the, what's the bottom layer. I see what you're saying. Right, it, it could be a shading thing or something, but like when I'm looking at it, I'm confused and I'm like, like I want this out of my way. Like don't I don't want to look at it, you know? Yeah, I think the problem with it is like it's not clear what layer is the top layer, what layer would be the middle, what layer would be the bottom, and then even when it is, it's all the same like blue and white. Yeah. So it's like I don't even know. Like when I'm on the, like, okay, here's the map. Okay, but then I spawn in. And it's like, well, I have no idea where I'm at on that overview based on what this looks like on the map. Oh, yeah. So what do you think of the idea of like, okay, if you're on red team or you're on blue team, this is where you'll spawn on the map. That's a great idea. It would be a great idea to have the overview of the map and show here's your spawn point. 
here's the other team's spawn point. Or at least the initial spawn point. Right. right? Yeah. Here, here's the initial spawn point. And it would be better than the Halo 5 version, which is where they're like, hey, here's your team. Here's their team, uh, which, you know, you don't even spawn where you see the image of your team. Um, and then, like, they show the power weapons. But it would be better, I think, on an overview to show, hey, here's where the power weapon is. Here's where you spawn. So, like, even if you took that and you put that on the heat map, or not on the heat map, but if you put that on the overview, I think that, the, and that's why I mean by, like, have a different overview for each playlist, that would be very helpful. Like, okay, mm -hmm. here's where I spawn. You know, and then, oh, my God, Mystery, how cool would it be if they could show, like, if they sh could show common paths that players took, and they could show the common paths that you took as a player. Like, okay, here's your heat map for where you're getting killed and where you're getting kills. But also, here's your map for where you're moving around in the first 10 seconds. You're not and, saying, like, in the game, right? You're saying on, on the app? On the app. Okay, yeah. okay. Just more data right. on the app. Now, I don't right. know. Maybe mining this much data is just going to be incredibly... Taxing? Taxing, yeah. So maybe you don't need all that. But, you know, it's, you can you can have fun ideas, right? What? Fun ideas? No. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be logical. It has to make sense. We need logic here. Logical. Yeah, we need logic. We're in a sci-fi universe that's 500 years in the future. It has to make total sense. <laughs> it's not realistic. Oh man. Got to be. I'm sorry. It's got to be realistic. Holy it's got to be realistic. <laughs> got to be realistic. Apparently. Um. But yeah, dude. You know. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, to wrap up the whole UI thing, I just want Halo Infinite's UI to be very simple. Yeah. Don't throw too much shit at me. Yeah. Please. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Make it easy for me to like navigate the menus. I don't want to go eight places so then I can get to one thing. Um, MCC is kind of starting to get into that point where like you have campaign, firefight, matchmaking, custom games, the like um what a, was it theater mode or something? Right. Yeah. The exchange options and then extras. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What, what do we need extras for? You know? <laughs> yeah. What are extras? <laughs> yeah. Extras are, I think they're like um, the terminals and such and like night, like the, the nightfall stuff. I don't know. They're just. See, that's extras. great stuff, I think, to have on your app. I don't think that needs to be in the game UI. Yeah. Um, like even, I, I, I hope like, that. Why would some, nightfall maybe some, be there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't nightfall? know. And like. Uh, the extent of Nightfall in a Halo game should be like a little message that says like, hey, don't forget, Nightfall is releasing blah, 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 on like a little thing on the bottom maybe that like scrolls across like, uh, you know, or, or like a message that pops up that says, hey, we released Nightfall. That series one is not even worth promoting on any game. But two, it's just like as a, as a thing to fill up space, it's like, what is this doing here? It, that, 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 exactly, filling up space. It's just like, we're trying to make it look like it's a full game that we're giving you. Right? Yeah, there might be a little bit of that too, right? Like, what? They call it, like, boilerplate text or something, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. That, that kind of stuff. I, I don't I, I don't really want that kind of stuff. I mean, I think the older games had it right when they had, like, okay, here's campaign. Right. Here's multiplayer. Multiplayer. And then I think they had, what, theater mode or something? Yeah, theater and force. Um. Right, and then you, yeah, and then from there, like, you click on, do you want to go into campaign? You go into campaign, fine. You go into multiplayer, okay, then you got custom games, or you have matchmaking. Right. Right? Well, I think, I think, I think it'd be, I would very much appreciate it to be that way. <laughs> yeah, Just please At make it, please make it simpler. Make it less busy, make it simpler. That's what I would want. And then, 
please fix the Halo, like, the, the weapon selection for, like, Halo 5? <laughs> oh my god. Have you played a, a custom game lately? <laughs> it's been Halo a while. 5? It's been a while for me. It is... You have, you know how you have so many different BRs and ARs and SMGs oh and pistols? Oh my god, yes! You have to cycle through them individually just to get to something like the saw or something. Yeah, like, it, it obviously... Obviously, you should be able to cycle from AR to Magnum to the... Instead of listing every single variation of the AR and then every single variation of the Magnum and then every single variation of the BR. Like, no, 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 dude. Don't make it's me cycle through every nine iterations of the SMG just to get to the next weapon. Yeah, that's... Cr I mean, they... they, they designed it and then they probably went oh this is kind of dumb and then you know we'll fix this in infinite is probably what they were that thinking. that alone's been the bane of my existence for rumble roulette game nights <laughs> it's been the bane of my existence i'd be we, we we'd sit there we get the roll we get the weapon roll and then i'm sitting there and it's just like okay it's a storm rifle and it's a binary rifle okay where are they? <laughs> I have to cycle funny. like to get the storm rifle. I have to cycle through like it's not even in alphabetical order. It is like you got your your primary loadout weapons, which is like you know your AR, your BR, your DMR, your S, uh, your SMG. I was gonna say SMR, your SMG, right? And then your Magnum. You have to cycle through those before you even get to the other weapons. Right. Right. Too, and storm rifle is like so far down the list. It's too much. It's definitely too much. It's definitely too much um it's too much and and hopefully they fix that with the infinite i guess we will find I'm out won't we crossing my fingers hoping that that gets fixed in infinite all right um we had some other topics here but you know what i think that we've gone a decent time here i'm not going to get into these topics right now um but join us next week as we talk about halo tv losing its second uh front runner in the project uh, the guy's going to finish out season one, but he doesn't want to finish out season two. Tune in next week to find out why. Um, on top of that, we also have Halo and Battlefield, uh, former uh, Halo and Battlefield veteran creators forming a new studio, making their own AAA. Well, I don't know if it would be considered AAA, but making their uh, own. Yeah, honestly, AAA, right? I am definitely glad that we're probably going to skip that one this week. It's, I, I, I really would like to have Jimmy here for that chat yeah uh but we'll be talking about what that game could possibly look like uh we're also going to talk about well i would like to talk about a former a former halo dev who went off to go make his own game which did not do as well um and whether you know i, I think it'll be interesting to talk about the gamble that game developers run when they form their own studio trying to sort of create something familiar but different it just doesn't seem to work a lot um but every once in a while something just you know hits it out of this park if, if you think of apex legends like <clears throat> titanfall right titanfall right plus hero shooter plus battle royale and boy did that game work well and then you look at a game like Splitgate, which took Halo and Portal and just bombed. And then you had that other game by that other former Halo dev who I don't even... I mean, that was just probably not the best marketing. It was very confusing what that game was even about. Um, disinter mm. Disintegration. Did you play that? 
No, I didn't. Yeah. Me neither. Neither did a lot of people. And that game shut down. <laughs> That Sounds stuff. like great topics to talk about next week. Yeah, so we'll talk about, uh, you know, just in general, you know, game devs trying to do their own thing and some of the success stories and some of the failures and, you know, the the risk that these people run. And, you know, look, when you take Halo people and you take Battlefield people, it's like, well, this sounds interesting, you know, and I am interested to see what they do. Um, Let's just kind of jump in right here. Oh, over the last week, we launched our YouTube channel for the Red Spartan Halo podcast. The link to that will be in the description. Uh, we have a couple clips up right now. And um, I am still sort of in my early processes of editing. I've experimented a little bit and had some fun. Um, and what's cool is like there's this one clip I made where Mystery and I are basically having a conversation and then Jimmy was just kind of sitting there. So I thought it would be funny of like, hmm, I wonder what Jimmy was thinking here. So then I basically That was genius, by the way. I basically went over and like <laughs> did it like a voice in his head of just like, I don't even care about this game. What am I even doing here? What are we even talking about? <laughs> that or was something genius. like that. <laughs> and like what's what's cool about a clip like that is like after doing that clip and submitting it and then rewatching it, I was like, Oh, you know what? I know how to do this better next time. And I know what mm -hmm. I did to make this, and I know how to make it better next time. So I'm gonna continue to have fun the clips are not just recuts of the podcast they're mostly recuts of the podcast but i might also take some creative liberties and have some fun with them so i think it's worth checking out our youtube channel full episodes of the podcast go up there uh obviously and uh at some point soon we will be live streaming to youtube as well as twitch um but we we will have daily clips up there so make sure you're subscribed to our youtube channel make sure you're in our our discord link to that will also be in the show notes or in the description um it's where our community gets together i am not on discord i will um i'm looking into trying to work something out with discord for myself personally but uh jimmy's on discord real mysteries in the discord um our community's there and whenever we go live you'll get updates um when we had to switch the night of the show from last night to tonight um people on discord got that notification so if you want notifications and you want to be up to date with what we have going on uh then do that my phone just died so i don't know the rest to go through so real mystery why don't you go ahead and plug yourself let us know what you got going on uh over the next week uh well i just wanted to say fire mage you did a fantastic stream on friday i stopped by your friday stream your your community or awesome. was it saturday saturday night i think it was yeah, community night stream. yeah thanks for bringing that up so saturday night he did it and this saturday at 11 p.m eastern time 8 p.m uh pacific we will have our red spartan halo podcast community night um so either find fire mage on twitch twitch.tv slash fire underscore mage underscore gaming or boot up halo add fire mage gaming and play play with the guys play with the gang <laughs> Um, he's definitely yeah. From what I saw, yeah, he's 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 definitely a blast to talk to and play with. Very skilled too. Holy crap! Fire I think Mage, I might be in trouble. Yeah, Fire Fire <laughs> Mage was our one v one champion in our very first tournament. Uh, which oh, was... that's one of the first things he wanted to say to me. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't scared to share that information. That's funny. Yeah, he uh, he he did a great job in that first tournament. He did a really good job. So. Um, yeah, he was our first 1v1 champion. All right, yeah. Um, I, I, I told him that I, I wouldn't be making the next couple of weeks, but I think 
I think in a few weeks' time, I do plan on stopping by and uh, maybe playing some. Uh, yeah, anytime. Any, with them. Anytime you play, let us know. Uh, I know that people yeah. love to play. Unfortunately, with you guys. I'm kind of wrapped up with things on Saturday nights at the oh, moment. So yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you are totally fine, man. Uh, and I look to be trying to get into those uh, as soon as possible. My wife and I are trying to figure. Again, it, it's like an ongoing thing with my wife and I trying to figure out how to work our schedule because the amount of hours that I work is just insane. Um, so we're still trying to figure out kind of like what works for our family, what. What can we do a little bit better here? Where can we improve? And so um, doing the community nights is something that is really important to me. And I know that we're we're sort of like working in that direction, working towards that. So I'll be joining you guys shortly on those community nights. Um, Real Mystery, you are a streamer. Where can people find you on Twitch? Call me, you can call me. You can call me on Twitch. No, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash R-E-A-L-M-I-S-T-R-Y. That's Real Mystery. Um... But yeah, in re- I mean that's what I've been working on in regards to lately what I've been working on. Mm-hmm, uh, there's mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and then there's a couple of YouTube videos that I've also been working on. <laughs> yeah, I've had um I guess we could talk about this next week, but I've had uh, a few little issues with updates on Premiere Pro. Oh no. Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing, so I think we'll probably save it for next week. Okay. That whole that whole scenario that happened. But don't worry, that one commenter that <laughs> commented on my YouTube video, I think like we a couple of days back, ago. Mystery. We want you back. <laughs> yeah, there's stuff coming. I, I promise, I'm working on stuff. <laughs> Unlike Mystery, I'm not working on anything right now, but I would like to get back to YouTube. That's a lie. You you just said you posted a couple of videos from the podcast. That's uh, working. The something. Red Spartan podcast YouTube is fine. My personal youtube is not ah <laughs> uh, okay okay all right so you're streaming on twitch you got some stuff in the pipe for youtube what else you got going on mystery or is that where people can find you, um, what you got going i've on? actually i've been dabbling in a little bit of um not nothing crazy but a little bit of programming stuff for um, for the twitch for the twitch uh stream very cool so i have like um uh, i mentioned last week i i'm doing time trials on uh, crash bandicoot okay right? Um, one of the things I did was, and this was like on short notice, I, I thought like, what if I put the times of like what, what the goals were to reach for those particular relics? But the thing is, is I put like four or five levels on one panel, right? So then okay. I didn't have to switch between 25 different images, so to speak. Okay. Uh, and then I was like, okay, well, how can I make this easier for people to digest? <laughs> You know, because like, again, I brought up the whole point of like, I get overwhelmed when I see a bunch of numbers. If I'm doing that, who else is out there that's also having that problem? Right. Simpler right. UI. So, we need simpler UI. Right. Exactly. So what I ended up doing was I just um, I, I <laughs> stretched some of my uh, muscles with um, Rumble Roulette because I haven't done anything for with Rumble Roulette in the last couple of years. And that was me literally dabbling in programming and designing all at the same time. And I kind of created my own mini program um, that just kind of cycles through each level as I go through them. Oh, cool! And instead, it'll just show the um, the sapphire relic time, the gold relic time, and the platinum relic time. Very cool. On the level that we're playing on, so and then all I need to do what is just time the you're next trying button. to go for. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's pretty so, cool. I like that. Yeah, that's the thing that I've been kind of been working on for the past couple of days, which I'm quite satisfied with. Um, even though there's still there's still little finessing that kind of bugs me, but I have to get over that little 
that little the little hump of perfection, you know? <laughs> yeah, I hear you there, man. I am definitely I can definitely be one of those perfectionist kind of people. I gotta keep myself in check sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's definitely some of the stuff that I've been kind of been working on. Very cool. Okay, great. Uh, so go find Mystery on Twitch. Go um, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Uh, you can find uh, me on YouTube at youtube.com slash daddytrex. Uh, and then you can find me on Twitch at daddytrexlive. Um, I am trying to... I think that we're going to do... We're going to continue doing live streams for the Red Spartan Halo podcast on Twitch from my Twitch channel. Daddy Trucks Live. On YouTube, however, we're going to do the podcast live on the Red Spartan uh, Red Spartan Halo YouTube channel. So it might be a little confusing, and maybe I'll change that down the line to just making a Red Spartan Halo podcast thing on uh, Twitch. To be honest with you guys, I just don't think that the podcast themselves are necessarily something that really... Um, really necessarily make a big difference on twitch um and i know i I just don't know if it's worth making a a podcast account on twitch if i'm being quite honest with you guys but i think that we're going to do that for the youtube um next week we will have a we're going to have a couple things next week that are going to be interesting um sort of behind the scenes stuff real quick we're going to have a better way to uh make a a better final product for you guys for the audio listeners so when you're listening you're going to hear you're going to hear mystery and jimmy's audio from their microphone not compressed through skype so it's going to be a better audio experience starting next week um as we try out this one website to, that might make things a little bit better for us and also real mystery will be appearing on next week's live stream so join us next wednesday wednesday night at 9 p.m eastern time daddy tracks live on twitch and you will finally get to see real mystery it's gonna be very exciting real assuming mystery. there is a podcast next week right there is oh right you know what i might stop all this and you know we might <laughs> not even do a podcast next week so i don't even know if i feel like doing this anymore but assuming we do you know assuming we come back that kind of thing whatever maybe uh then we will have a podcast next week other than that i think that's pretty much it uh real mystery got anything else no that's it for me too i think that's it uh you guys can go follow jimmy i guess i'll plug his stuff find him on tiktok never stop experiencing um and yeah, that's pretty much it. So for Real Mystery, I am Daddy Tracks. This has been episode 34 of the Red Spartan Halo Podcast. So um, he said something along the lines of like trying to ask someone out before the show started. Oh, you're right. He did, didn't he? Huh. Yeah, okay. I don't know how that went. He said he asked So there's out. like... He said he asked out an 18-year-old, so I guess we'll hear that next week. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Sorry, is the, intro, is the outro music still playing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the outro music's done. <laughs> but yeah, before we start, it's, it's going to be a thing every week where we just go, we just blow past the outro music. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Feeling someone's just gotta do it. I shouldn't have put his stuff out there, but he asked out somebody who I don't think he knew how old they were when he asked them out.
but uh, yeah, he has to ultimate. Oh, I tried to be as ambiguous as possible there. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, uh, you know, unlike Halo Infinite's uh, live service team, we are trying to be ambiguous. All right. All right. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Everybody enjoy your night. Bye-bye.